Who cares, bro? I'm just, la, la, la. I'm just gonna look at you. This is my room's a mess. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the messy room. It's me, Jason, my bro, Vic. You already know the wave. Yo, we got a beautiful painting right here in the back. Shout out to Elizabeth Tron, bro. I know. This shit just makes me happy looking at that shit. I got a beautiful painting in the back. Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Ladies and gentlemen. We have an amazing guest for you. He's an inspiration to me. He's, he's, he's an amazing person, amazing dude. Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you, he's the founder of United Boundaries. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a beautiful brand that I support with, with everything I have. I, I, I love this brand so much. I love the message it conveys. And to have this man on, it's a true, it's a true honor. You know, uh, This man has a vision, and I, and I'm, I, I see it. I see the vision. I I I'm, I see the mountain top. You know what the I'm star, saying? Yeah, yeah. He has a strong message trying to stop racism. This man, he he was. We were talking to him earlier, and it was just like he. he we got a lot yeah, to talk about on this episode. I'm really excited to have him on, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm super excited to introduce to you guys, my guy, Damien Cruz. Let's hey, go. What's going on, Damien, bro? Hey, uh, thank on? you guys. Thank you guys for definitely having me on the podcast. I was really looking forward to it. Thank you, Vic, for reaching out to me, just giving yeah. me that pleasure. Bro, I hope you, we, bro. you know, I'm really... Nah, yeah, started, nah, Vic, you know? <laughs> Vic, Vic's been telling me about you for a while, bro. He was like, yo, like, I don't even know, like, last year, I think it was, that you were mm -hmm. like, yo, this this, this brand, bro, United Boundaries, bro. So, uh, bro, this dude, I like the message that he has, bro, and I saw, I, I think, Alexis, too. Obviously, we're, we're good friends with Alexis. He, sh he shouted you out, too. I was like, all right. Well, uh, I, man, I'm excited like, to meet you, bro. Excited man, to have you on the pod. I know, I know, based off of the message and, and the energy you were, you were bringing earlier, bro, I'm excited, bro. It's gonna be a good conversation. Oh man, bro, we've been trying to have you for weeks, bro, and it's just been, it's just been honestly, like it's been like we we're finally here, bro. Like I'm just excited that we finally have you on. Like it's been like I've been like, yo, Damien, you can hop on this. We oh wait, 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 give me a uh, It's been a lot of like planning, but we finally just planned for this this first week of June, and why we're finally here, bro. And honestly, I'm excited, it couldn't man. be for more of a perfect time, bro. On like, it, it, like we've had this plan for like what a month already, a basically. Month? Yeah, like like month, yeah, right? we we month scheduled so? this for a while already. And and it's just like last week, what happened and everything that's been going on, it's just been crazy, bro. Yo, I don't know. Yo, I, I, honestly, I don't know where this conversation is gonna travel, but it's gonna be an amazing one. So Damien, bro, I have a question, bro. I have a question, bro. The question that everyone wants to know, bro. Why 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 did you start the brand, bro? What does the brand represent to you, bro? Well, yeah, man. Well, thank you for that question. You know, um, I want to keep it simple, straight and simple. So. United boundaries, right? Uniting boundaries, right? We have we have these boundaries, these fake boundaries we put up against each other, whether it's like separating each other by state or by country, acting Ooh. like we're different, right? Um, I want to unite those boundaries, remove them, you know, because at the end of the day, there's only one race, and that's the human race. And I want to express that like so heavily. And I really just don't like the idea of just racism in general. Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know where, yeah. it's, where it stems from, and it needs to end. That's simple as that. I mean, I guess you could, you, you like try to go back and try to understand the people that bring that there. Like, I don't know that, bro. But honestly, that's a beautiful message. Cause like for me personally, I don't know in our, in our first season, I talked a lot about how I hate putting yourself in a box. Like, like literally when you put yourself in a box, like, yo, I'm Hispanic. You're part of this, this like, I tortillas, bro. Obviously there's the stereotypes. Like you, just that name Hispanic comes with already a stereotype. So, like, uniting the boundaries, getting rid of all that. We're just people, bro. We're human beings. I literally said that to my mom yesterday. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> Yo, I swear to God. I literally said that to my mom. It's a beautiful message, bro. It's definitely, yeah. bro. Definitely beautiful. Like, so, so Omi put me onto your brand, bro. Like, 
and and I was like, um, I seen the video that you posted with Omi, right? Where like it was like he's he's talking the about barber. being a barber, yeah, and, and how it's art for him. And I was like, wow, this is like I know he's my friend, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. But I was like, it's a beautiful message, bro, because like you're like literally it's like what we talk about all the time like we talk about like going through the universe it's like our, our big thing we want to go through the universe and we want people just to we want like i always say perfect jason doesn't like the word perfect but i just think this is like, never gonna be perfect yo yeah that's i i don't know but the for me i think oh my god bro there's literally a hundred things on my mind right now <laughs> so for me all right so if we're gonna i think we should just dry, dive straight into it so okay. for me uh, I think, so the message uniting the boundaries, right? We're trying to get rid of the boundaries between people and, and unite and love each other as one another. So I was thinking about this because this week, obviously what, what's been going on with what happened in Minnesota with George Floyd, tragic, tragic incident, bro, obviously. And all the protests, it was beautiful to see that so many people came, all 50 states, literally all 50 states decided to come out and, and fight and try to get this, this, you know, movement going. And, um, Obviously, now the, the cop that actually committed the, the murder is now he's locked and up. And the bystander cops are in jail, too, bro. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, you could actually see the change that the protest brought, like, active right there, bro. So, so for me, my question is, I, I guess this is an open question to everybody, like, what kind of things do we need to do to unite these boundaries, bro? Like, what do we have to do to, to get there? Yeah, I, I could definitely answer that question. So like if like you uh, you're on the topic of um, Alexis right Omi um, talking about the yeah, barbership yeah. situation right one of the reasons why I wanted him to express that is because not our not all barbers are Hispanic you know mm -hmm. you got white his you got white barbers you got black barbers and you just like sometimes I feel like one of the big disconnects between people is when you be like well what do you and me have in common you know what I'm saying mm, so yeah. if it's like small things like okay well I cut hair it's like oh shoot I'm Italian and I cut hair too. How do you cut hair? You know what I'm saying? Like some people, I mean, I've seen some crazy things where people set people's hair on fire nah, and start combing a, it. There's, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy <laughs> styles of cutting hair, bro. Exactly. But it's like, but it's like, yo, what if you just step out and just be like, oh shoot, let me try this out. Let me see if like it actually works for my style of like cutting hair. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just yeah. one example. Like being like, okay, well, I'm a barber. Well, I'm a barber, Hispanic barber. I'm a white barber. Well, let's communicate. Let's connect on that aspect. Well, I play soccer. I'm a, I'm a Dominican who plays soccer doesn't exist you know what i'm saying it's not common <laughs> yeah at all. literally yeah, yeah yeah you should be playing baseball that's what somebody would say yeah, exactly my point so like the first expectation is oh you're dominican there here comes a stereotype oh you play baseball it's like not not really i really don't i like playing basketball and i like playing soccer and then the first instinct is like this guy is weird and it's like why is that weird like now we can connect on this level because probably you play soccer you play yeah, basketball. You can, like, it's like, yo, it's like, I'm telling you, it's like a box. And the box comes with, like, subcategories in there. So, like, you're Dominican. People are going to think, all right, you're like, all right, platanos. They're going to be yep. playing baseball, bro. <laughs> and you're going to always walk around with a Dominican flag. Like, that's the, that's the like, the three Hookah. things that come off the top. Hookah. Hookah like, I'm saying. Drinking. Obviously, yo, and it's crazy. Like, like, I could list them and we're all nodding our heads like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. Yeah. That's so true. I, I know, so, like, just to add it, like, I don't smoke and I don't drink, right? Very awkward. Like, when you hear Dominican who, like, doesn't drink and doesn't smoke, it's like, you Dominican? You sure? You sure? Yeah. It's like, oh, like, why does it matter? You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, at the end of the day, like, that's just something you like to do. I don't mind that you do it. We can still click. Like, it's not a big deal, you know? I feel that, like, bro. Problems like that. I feel yeah, that, bro. so, 
So then you think it's just like trying to get rid of the stereotypes and not like not categorize each other as something just because you're some way. Yeah. Like, and that's like one of the ways I thought would be cool to like sort of unite people was if you start trying to do something that's out of your comfort zone. Right. Mm. Like, let's say, I don't know, let's say um, you don't know how to dance. Right. And you're like, Oh no, it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? Like, why don't you just go try it? Like go learn from somebody learn from somebody who knows how to dance or, or is learning how to dance and you, you get with it. You know what I'm saying? You want to learn a different language, learn, learn Vietnamese, learn Chinese. There's so many different languages out there. Just from you trying to learn, you can speak with a whole brand new group of people. And then I, you, now you have a way to connect with them. Cause a lot of times I feel like the disconnect is when you don't have that, like one thing that's like, like that brings you together. You know, it's always like, well, what am I going to talk about? Well then like between guys, right? I think the most common thing is sports. No yeah. matter, like, what's your skin yeah. color, where you're from, it's like, oh, LeBron James suck, or LeBron, LeBron James mm. is cool, or Kobe's the GOAT. or Le- um, Kobe is the GOAT. Kobe is the GOAT. <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is, like, the cool thing is that then you have a discussion, because, like, hey, let's just say I disagree with you. I'm like, nah, nah. I think LeBron James the GOAT. You know, now we got a full-flown conversation. We yeah. can, like, just talk about sports for days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now me and you could just talk about sports anytime. Screw Definitely. where we're from for school where we're from like it don't matter where you're from it doesn't matter where i'm from at this moment it's just that we're talking about a sport and we can connect simply so, hit me with what you're saying is like the the like uniting the boundaries right and and the in terms of like it doesn't matter where you're from but we're all it's one race the human race and that really hit me like that like resonated with me because i like i feel that bro like because like when i when i when i look at jason when i look at you or when i look at i don't know so, someone else right i'm not i don't think of like that's not my first like go to i'm not thinking like what country he's from or he's probably from here i'm just like i just see another human you know and i find it like like so like on i've been watching the news right and a lot of people on like social media and things like that have been saying like oh how do you how can you like not see the pain and you know that people are going through you know and and like i don't i don't understand how you don't how doesn't that resonate with you like how can't you understand that like like and uh, literally, like, where's the empathy for another human, you know? Like, I- I'm going to talk about George Floyd, right? So when I watched that video, I, f- I fucking cried, bro. I legit cried. And, and, like, Jason wanted me to do a video, like, he was like, yo, we-, we can't be silent for this. We have to, like, talk about this and express ourselves. And I, I couldn't even, like, like, process what the hell was going through my head because I was angry, I was frustrated, and I, I, was-, I was scared at the fact that, like, I don't know why, it, like, why the, why the fuck does this shit feel normal? You know what I mean? Like, it, like, time and time again, you hear stories and stories and stories of a black woman, a black man dying, a minority passing away because of, you know, their, uh, essentially their, what they look like, bro. You know? And, and that, that, like, I'm just like, what the, like, how don't you, like, how don't you not know, how don't you have empathy for someone? Like you literally, like you have your knee on that man's neck, right? And he's he's begging for his life. He's I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Moments before he passes away, he he beg he he's he's asking for his mom. He's begging for his mom, and his mom is dead. Where's the empathy for that human being? Like I don't understand. Like that's me. Like I just don't. I can't understand what the hell's going through someone's head. You know. And, I, and I'm someone that, like, tries to put myself in someone else's shoes. And I can't put myself in those shoes because I just, I don't get it, bro. Like, what is it? You know what I mean? Let me add to that. So, like, 
one so so here's a little psychology coming in here now um yeah so there's this there's this topic in psychology between nurture versus nature i don't know if you guys ever heard about this yeah yeah for nurture I, I, I i learned this in biology though Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So nurture has a lot to do with um, saying that, like, the way you are is because of how you were raised, your your environment, and all. Like, pretty much, uh, you're like a like a, the outcome of like where you are and like your parents and everything. And then there's there's the nature side, which is pretty much like it's just genetics. Like your genetics are deti- are determining everything. Like your instincts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was gonna add. So like me thinking myself as that police officer, right? I think what it is, is nurture, right? And I think it's his parents have always taught him like, yo, black people are strong. They're dangerous. They can act quick. They can do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? And like, when you're in those moments, like you being taught that as a kid, you're just, it's everyday thing for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a weird, comp, a little weird comp comparison is like, like Hispanics are always eating rice, beans, chicken. If it ain't rice, beans, chicken, it ain't food. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's the same idea. It's like, oh, if it's black people like this, it's always going to be like this. Be careful. So in my, like, in my, like, belief, I could be wrong. It's my opinion. I'm, like, admitting it's, it's my opinion. I feel like he is essentially, um, like, in his mindset, he's like, yo, I got to be aggressive because this man can over overpower me because he's, he's black. He, he's stronger than me. He's going to throw me on the floor and kill me. I got I to gotta go myself in defense mode. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like because he has that in his mind, he's putting more pressure than he usually does. He's putting more strength into, um, into his neck than he should have been, you know? And in his mind, he's like, nah, he's probably playing games. These dudes are strong, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, like, this could be, like, one of the reasons, in my opinion. I, do I think it's right? No, I don't think it was right at all. I don't think that's how you're supposed to act. I, see, that's, that's what I'm saying with the stereotypes. He stereotyped him in that moment, and be, because of that moment, he put extra strength. He was extra aggressive. And that led to this fatality that just wasn't what it should have been. Yeah, true. You know and saying? like, like what's what scares me, like other than other than like the lack of empathy for another another human, bro. It's not like you know what I mean. Like, like another fucking human being. Like, what scares me, like I don't want to say more because everything fucking scares me about that video. But like, bro, you're wearing you're wearing the badge, right? And when I think of police officer, I don't. I don't necessarily think of a bad person, right? I think of a person that's supposed to protect you, right? I know many police officers that are great people, you know? But, like, for me, when, when, when you wear that badge, right, you, your, your duty is to protect people, not just one race, people, people in general, you know, everybody, everybody equally, you know? Like, um, uh, what, oh, sorry, I saw something. But, like, you know, and the... I just like, and for to see the, like the mistreatment and the p- police brutality just just makes me feel some type of way. And like, like I understand that like there's good in people, and I understand that like, you know, there's a lot of. Let me let me collect my thoughts because my mind is just racing. Um. Okay, I understand that like there's like a a point where like oh like that's how he was raised you know like like similar to what you're saying like that could be built in him but like dude you're 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 murdering someone else it's not even about race at that point you're legit like nonchalantly are killing another soul well you got to look at it all right to to play the the other side right you got to look at it as you don't know what he was thinking in that moment he could have just been thinking yo i'm like he said yo this is a strong guy i had to hold him down in a weak point, obviously everybody knows the neck is a weak point. He could just be trying to hold them down right there. 
But obviously, if he, he if he's thinking he's murdering him, maybe he has a conscience. And if not, then then obviously that's even worse. But the the so what I do think is important is exactly what you were saying is the nature versus nurture thing. Uh everybody wants like not I don't know what he, I don't even bro I'm telling you. So uh hold up. So obviously racism isn't something you're born with. Like it's not in the nature part of our part of nothing, bro. You're not gonna you're not gonna like everybody's seen that little that, that video of the little kids, the little the little the little white kid and the little black kid that they run towards they each run other. They run towards each other. Each other it's a beautiful other, yeah. video because it shows and it like it just emulates the, the message, bro, that yo. You're not born racist. You're not going to look at another person and be like, yo, this person is, is, I hate this person automatically. What does happen, obviously, you might look at them a little different. Like if we're talking like maybe what mindset happens, they look at them a little different and then they start building the stereotypes. Okay, I can categorize myself as something else from that person. So I think perfect right there is another one, United Boundaries. You got to teach that instead of getting nurtured to to be racist the person that's going to be like yo yo you're you, this person's going to be different from you and they're going to be this way you got to teach them somehow we got to get to the people that are growing up racist in these racist communities we got to put somebody there that's going to be there and say yo this is just another human being this is a person that is just like you has thoughts breathes has blood running through their veins and they're they're not thinking nothing other than just trying to live their life just like you are. So why are you going to look at them another way? But so how do you even do that? That's just like the next step is like, all right, now you know what you have to do. How do you get there? I mean, if, if I can answer that question, I, I, I mean, I always say that uh, education is the, the answer. That's what I always say. But like uh, something that comes up to mind is like those kids, right, that have racist parents still have to go home and listen to this stuff, right? So how do you, you can't, a teacher can't, you can't bring a teacher home, even though the teacher's doing as much as they can, you know? And a lot of kids emulate their parents, you know? They try to be like their parents or subconsciously, they act like their parents. Um, so I, like my immediate like go-to is education, but I think it requires more of that. I think it, it requires like, like education for the ignorant and, you know what I'm saying? Like, just all over, like, I feel like media has to change. I feel like the perception of, like, how, like, opinionated social media is kind of needs to change. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, everywhere. I don't, I don't know the right exact answer. I just know I want change, and I, and I, I want it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, for me, like, to add on to that, um, for me, I think one of the biggest things, and, and this is like, I, I really don't know what else you could do. And it's definitely your parents. Like, I feel like if the parents aren't teaching their kids from the jump, just like play with them. It don't matter. Don't look at their skin. They playing with you. You play with them. Like you talk with them. You talk with them. If you, if the parent is teaching them from a young age, like, no, don't get next to that boy. He's bad. Well, don't get next to that girl is bad. You know, like she's, if the parent continuously push the, puts that in the kid's head, the kid starts growing up like, oh, I'm not supposed to be around them. I'm not supposed to be around them. And then once you get to like 15, 16, 17, that gets to a very tight point where it's just like, now it's like this, this is break, like make it or break it right here. Like now 15, 16, they're going to be acting the way the parents taught them to be. And, and if it's racist essentially at the point and they continue going, once they get to like 18, 19, 20, I'm telling you, it's going to get to the phase of arrogance. They just think they're right. 
like it's going to be really hard to change. And then you already know when you're 40 or something, it's kind of setting yeah. your ways. And it's yeah. really hard. I'm not yeah, saying it's I, by the time By the time you're 40, you're now teaching your kids to be the same yeah. way. 100%. And I think like, that's what I'm saying. For me personally, we have to teach parents like, and you know, another way I think, and you know, this is, this, this will take some time, essentially having, like more colored people inside of like gentrified areas, essentially like making sure that the ba the um the neighborhood is filled with all different sorts of people, Asian, Hispanic, you name it, everyone from all over the okay, world. Yeah. Because then when they go to the park, it's just whoever's there. You're not gonna be like, yeah. oh, we can't be here because there's not enough white people. You, you're gonna they're gonna get used to parents. They're gonna get used to the neighborhood park having so many different kids. That it's just like a norm it becomes like a new norm, you know, and like. Once we're able to do something like that, which I know is going to take time, I know the system isn't like perfect right now, but like I do have faith that we can do simple things like teaching like young adults and like 40 year olds to like not be racist so that their kids can like go out there and like, like talk with anyone, collab with anyone and like pretty much grow. But I think it really starts with the parent. Like mm. parent is huge key. I mean, like you guys here, like if your mom tells you to stay home because she's afraid of the coronavirus and she don't want you to go out, you guys like, you know, you like, you're, you're used to respecting your mom. So you'll be like, you know, I, I shouldn't go out because my, I don't want to get my mom sick. You know what I'm saying? Even if for you, you're like, bro, coronavirus ain't nothing. Like, I ain't going to get bothered. But because you've been respectful to your mom for so long, like, you start like to like think, you know? And of course, you know, to add on to that, like, I do know there's different situations, like people who don't have parents and like, like people who have single parents and everything. And, you know, shout out to like all the single fathers and single mothers who raise like perfect kids and all that. Like, I give you props. Shoot, I don't know how my parents be raising me sometimes. I mean, I'm not like a mess, but like, I'm just saying things are expensive. So yeah. like, I definitely like hustle for that. But I, for me, parents, that's definitely one big point. But you guys mm. want to take it. All right. So you were talking about getting getting kids to be to everybody to get in a place where everybody can live. So it wouldn't be gentrified areas. I feel it'd just be an area too. Yeah, it would yeah, just yeah. be like like a sick because I feel like gentrified comes with uh, it's a poor place that turns rich. Right. Isn't that yeah, what gentrification yeah. is? Yeah. So it, I, I think what then comes is it has to be literally equal where not there's not going to be a place where you feel like, yo, I don't belong there because I don't have enough money. So then the problem not go actually that there you go. There's your solution. If you want, if you want to get people like that into those areas, they have to have more money. Like we know, we know people of our, like our color, people that are not white, most likely there's a lot of people that, and we're on the bottom, we're on the bottom, bro. Literally like mm -hmm. the top 1% is like mostly white people, everything like the, the middle class, the high, the high, everybody in the suburbs is white. Like those are the people with money and we're here and we don't have, that benefit to be able to live in those areas because i mean i mean even now it's like it's tough because it was wishy-washy too now our areas are getting more expensive and it's going to be cheaper to be in the suburbs but then what happens is the richer people come to this area which are the people with already money which is our white people so then it goes back to generational growth as as a, as kids so then the problem to to getting to equality is then getting everybody economically up but I'm just thinking out know, loud. Communities, communities, man. Shout out to Omi for saying that. But uh, definitely your community is one big, big step to it. Like, I feel like we often get lost in like this day to day life where we're like, man, we just go to work, we go to sleep, we eat, whatever. And like we get up on our day until we learn that we are like really important to the system. And like together we can grow and we can prosper just like many other people. And I like, you know, like I feel like 
it's, it's like really instilling that in people to, people to really understand that like you're human, you're able to do these things, but it takes more than one, you know? And like, yeah. that's why I like, for me, yo, honestly, it touched me a lot to see like these protests and like people from all over the world and like just, just working as one, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, this is what we need to do on the regular, not just for Black Lives Matter. Like, even though like the topic is super important, but I'm like, yo, this should be an everyday thing. It shouldn't be like, oh, well, since Black Lives Matter is a problem now, well, let's get together and then we'll just go back to hating each other. Like, no, like we got to really stick on this. You see how we're working together, white people, Hispanic people, black people, Asian, everyone. There's so many people, like people from uh, different countries from Africa, Nigerians, all working together, like to, to pretty much spread this message that Black Lives Matter is like, it's really beautiful, man. And it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. the more that we understand that we need to work as one, it's going to be hard until we understand that. Like, look at, look at the impact we're doing now. Violence. We'll talk about that. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little like, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence too. Like I'll go into that. We'll talk about that. Like after. Um, but, nah, so like, j- just to like talk about the protests, like, so I've never been, so I've been in like, a, you know, like the Red Sox when they won, like a whole bunch of people were on the streets and it was like a different vibe, but like the vibe I got being at the pro. So I went, I went Sunday and I went uh, Tuesday um, and it was like, it was empowering to me. I felt like everyone there had a voice and everyone there was for the, there for the right reasons. Um, I felt like, I felt the empower. I felt empowered. I felt the pain in the air. I felt, you know, there was a point where a, a lady was praying, she was praying on the floor and I, and it, like, I just couldn't stop like staring at her. And I was like, wow, this is, this is like, this is serious. This is like legit, you know? And, and, it, 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 like, I felt like I was there for, like, the a right reason, and it just, like, I was with my boy Jason, you know, and we were, we were marching, we were screaming at the top of our lungs, and, and it was, like, like, because, like, we felt it, you know, you feel it in the air, like, you want this change, because so much wrongdoing has been done, you know, and I think, like, empathy was in the air, and, and I just, like it, it's something that I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget like that feeling. And it's something that I'll, I'll never, like, it was, it was just, it was just amazing. You know, um, I, I'll say, yo, that the protest was really cool. Cause you, you, you did, you saw so many different people. Like I actually saw a lot of variety there. There was just so many people different, just walking all together, trying to get the same message across. So I'll uh, get back to your point of, of getting it past that is then, yeah, you're right, bro. Like, yo, not just Black Lives Matter. Like, now we, we see the change. Obviously, we got one change done. We got them to, to now charge this man for murder and get the other three cops arrested. So now we see how powerful our voices are when we come together, right? So now what do we want next? Like, we, we're seeing that we're the people. We decide how, what happens in this country. Like, it's not just, like, we had an episode where we talked about politics, right? Same thing with politics. Now you know that you can go, if we come together and truly get, try to decide, come in unison, yo, this is what we want for, as a, as a, as a community, for us, let's come together and try to actively make this change, then we could do it. So then, one thing I did say was, I think it was, what really made me mad about the protest is you saw so many fucking cops, bro. So many fucking cops. There was literally like groups of 10 in them of them every 10 feet, bro. Like I was military like, dude, military dudes with like trucks. And I was like, bro, my tax dogs. snipers on buildings, literally, bro. Literally people Wait, on top real? of buildings. Yeah, like, <laughs> not, even joking, not even joking, bro. I was like, 
I was like, yo, my tax dollars are paying these dudes to be out here. And they're only out here because George Floyd got murdered, bro. Breonna Taylor got murdered, bro. We're out here because of that. And we're protesting because of that. So then they're out here trying to not let us loot or whatever. And, and they're getting paid my money, extra money. I was like, bro, I was telling the cops, I was like, bro, I hope you guys realize that you're getting this money because a black man died. Donate that shit, bro. That's not your fucking money. That's our money. That should go right back into the system, bro, because that's not, you don't deserve that money. You're getting that money because one of your brothers in arms murdered somebody, bro. Like, fuck. Why the fuck are there so many fucking cops? That's literally what I kept thinking in my fucking head, bro. Oh, that, my that was, God. So, so what I would say about that, that was a proud moment for me as, as like, I, I consider Jason like a brother to me, right? And, and just to see this man stand tall, having the, the black power fist up and just face to face with the police, every cop, he was saying the same thing, the same message. And I, I thought it was just truly empowering because it's true. You know what I mean? Like, Literally, it's true that, like, George Floyd died and these, these dudes are getting paid OT. And there's a whole bunch of them. A whole bunch of them, bro. It, bro, were, there was, like, bro, I want to see how many cops did we see. We saw cops on bikes. We saw cops, cops in, 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 like, riot gear. We saw red cops just going out it, right, regular. We saw the military dudes. We saw the dudes in the fucking, in the big-ass trucks, bro. We saw the dudes on the top of the buildings. We saw the we dudes. We saw the dudes with the riot around, shields, bro. Yeah, the dudes around the state house, bro. Like, there was so many fucking cops, bro. Like Snipers, too. I'm not even joking. There's people on top like, of buildings with dog, guns, bro. Like, dog, we the citizens we're trying to like use our first amendment and you're trying to scare us so that we don't do something stupid like yo why do we even have to get to that fucking point bro i definitely felt that it was definitely intimidation like there was a point where the cops were like bike riding behind us jay and they split us so like yo, we had they a buddy split system. us so yeah i think it, literally i think it was a tactic of theirs it's like a military tactic or something split them up so that they they can't be in a big group so we can handle them in small so, groups so, like, we did, like, a buddy system. There were six of us. And so, like, my buddy was Jason, right? And I was, like, trying to stay as close to him as possible, especially uh, around so many people. And, like, the tension, tension was super high, right? I, I was, like, there was a point where the police legit were bike riding, and they went right between me and Jason. I got surrounded by, like, six cops on bikes, bro. I was like, yo, I'm done. Nobody could see me. It was just, like, highlighter-colored cops and then me in the middle, bro. I was like, bro, what the hell? What are they trying to do here, bro? And they yeah. were like, I, I was like, yo, 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 I'm good, I'm good there. And they just kept going, bro. I, I, that shit was. I li literally, like, so, like, uh, one of the um, chants was, like, uh, hands up, don't shoot. Like, I was putting my hands up, like, like you know, in, in, in terms, like, for the message. But then I was literally, at one point, putting my hands up. So if anyone was around me, saw that I was not doing nothing. So there was no excuse that I bumped them. I looked at them some type of way and he started fucking me up. You know what I'm saying? Because there was legit like probably like eight cops just on the bikes just trying to pass us. And I was legit like, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like this was like serious. Like, and like the city was, was just, it was, it was. It's but I mean, even when though, like when the, when they did that, you could feel the tension got high because people were like, "Yo, what the hell are these cops trying to do?" But then, right, right then and there, everybody was like, "Yo, we're, this is a peaceful protest, bro." They started chanting, "Bro, peaceful protest, bro. We're we're not trying to start shit, bro." Like obviously that the, on Sunday it did get kind of wild, bro. But I I like what 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 even happened to get it there, bro? Like yo, it was just so, all so the passion in the air too. Oh, bro. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, so what I'll say, what I'll say from where I was, where I was how the violence started it was 
everything was so everything was peaceful. Everything was all right. Uh, we hopped the fence. You know, uh, the commons. We hopped the fence to be on that street where the state house is. I don't know what street that is. Beacon. I don't know. But we hop on that street, and then everyone's in the middle of the street, and we're we're chanting. We're 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 chanting with so much passion, right? And then all of a sudden, you hear the hear the cop cars, woo woo, right? And uh, the cop cars came zooming through the, the middle of the street, and I, I looked back. I, I was with my I was with my my boy Aunt, right? And I looked back, and then I looked forward, and I lost Aunt, and I went into a panic because the police just zoomed by. Everyone's chasing the police, you know. And and I at that moment, I thought I really I. No joke. I legit thought I lost a friend because it got so wild. You hear you hear the water bottles being hit to the police car. You hear the police car windows shattering and you hear like the, the, the guy, the police officer on the whatever, the mic microphone like talking. You hear it on the loudspeaker. And I, I legit like found myself scared. I thought I lost a brother. I thought I literally and I was running like and I was, you know, I was like, yo, Anthony, like I probably look like a, like a crazy dude, like just running around screaming some dude's name. But I, I was truly scared. And that was the and, and and then after that point on Sunday, that's when everything went 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 crazy. And like the first thing I was so like where I was, they, they some dude threw a brick, right? At uh Santander. Uh he threw a brick and and I thought like no like I understand the 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 pain and the passion and the frustration. I was like, but I was thinking that's not the way, you know, like and I understand like there's no right way to, to deal with oppression. Like I, I shouldn't be like telling someone how to deal with that. But it, for me, it felt like, like, like don't give them an excuse to to kill you, man. You know, like don't give you an don't give them an excuse to to take your life. You know, because like I feel like every human life is important. You know, I feel like 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 I don't know. I felt like if I like them getting frustrated because of you know the cop, the cop zooming through the street, things like that. I felt like it was, it was like a tactic to be you to to rile up the crowd, you know. And I didn't, I just didn't want to see another reason why the peaceful protest that we were having. I didn't want it to be portrayed as something it wasn't, because it was peaceful up until that very point when we went, when when the police came zooming through the street. It last legit from my from what I saw. That's legit what happened. Um, you know, like. And, and yeah, that again, that's just the only thing that came to my head was I did not want there to be an excuse to kill a minority or, or to have the, you know, the news stations be like, oh, these youngsters in, in Boston were just went to Boston to, to dump the place. Cause that's not what we were there for. And I felt it in the air and I could tell you that's, that's true, bro. I, I, I mean, that shit with everything. People that were there were there for were passion and, and, and it was just. I'm telling you, it's like a crazy aura that you felt in the air. Um, yeah, that's just, so, that's just my thought. I, I, I want to ask a question, bro. So I was thinking about this because obviously when I saw that, I was like, yo, what is, what is like, we've seen through history how, ma how many uh, occasions of police brutality there's been. Like countless, right? So many people, you can name them all, right? And yeah. I was like, bro, so like what, what? Why is there no change for real? It's been so long. Why is there no change? Like what, what, what has, what's been going on in that time that hasn't let the change happen? That's what I was saying. Like, I feel like it's being ignored, bro. I was just gonna, um, pretty much add to that. Like, and, and this is why I was going to say I was on the fence of violence. Right. Cause like, like you were, like you were just saying, 
But this isn't the first time, right? This is happened. We've had several protests. Black Lives Matter has been around for quite a while now. And clearly they're not listening. You know what I'm saying? And we've, we've like, there's been so many protests. There's been all these things. Like even people try to protest in their own way. Like, um, or it's not, the football player's name is not clicking right now. Kaepernick? Well, no, Colin Kaepernick with the knee. Kaepernick, the knee, yeah. Kneeling down to the national anthem, right? That was his way of protesting because to him, you know, the national anthem meant like slavery, like it has some slavery attached, slavery attached to it. So he didn't, he didn't want to um, stand up to it because he felt wrong. But what happened to him? He got kicked. He got kicked out. He that, got that, fined. He got. I he mean, got regardless of his purpose, like even his, bro, like like yo, the the anthem represents the United States, and I, us as a mm -hmm. uh, and the government and the and like the the people running the country are letting these situations happen where police are being too brutal with people and literally murdering them. And even if you don't murder them, some people don't deserve the abuse that they get. Like there's there's probably like we just know of so, so many cases, and there could be so many more. Like or people that that, that been just on that game. just scraped out of the, with their life and that's why they didn't they didn't get shouted out. So like what in what like so the if it's the government letting them like it's the U.S. letting it be why not take a knee, bro? The country's letting this shit go by. Why why should I respect this the country in that way? But it's been going on for so long that like I saw that I saw when like the news reporters came up to Kaepernick and they were asking him like why he took a knee in 2016 and the stuff he's saying legit resonates with the stuff that's happening now. He legit talks about like listen I'm like the United States stands for freedom, um, equality and and I'm not seeing it. He's like he's he says uh, people of color are being are being. Uh, brutally beat up by police, being killed by police. You know, there's not, there's no equality there. He, a lot of the stuff he says is, and then when they ask, so, so the, what pissed me off about this, the, the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick is the NFL, like a lot of people were saying like, oh, he's disrespectful. He's disrespecting the military. Not, not one moment when he explained himself why he took a knee, did he speak about, oh, I, I'm against the military. They even asked him a question like, oh, like, uh, a lot of people resonate the, the United States flag with, uh, the, you know, the U.S. military. Like, what do you think of that? And he was like, yo, listen, I have family that's gone to the military. I respect people wholeheartedly. But it's, it's, it's I respect the military, uh, like, till no end. But it's just, it's a thing where it's not right. And he thinks because he has this, um, what's that, the platform, he should speak out because it's fucking wrong. And I, I agree with him 100%. And then for him to, one, one if we want to get into sports, I'm not going to say he's the best quarterback, but he's not the worst. And there was some bums fucking being a QB, bro. Like, at, in 2016, if I can remember correctly, Jay Cutler, bro, the, the, the Miami Dolphins needed a fucking, needed a fucking quarterback and re retired. Jay Cutler was retired. And, and they hired him over Colin Kaepernick. And it's because, and, and it's because the, the NFL uh, uh, owners, the NFL, the team owners, they didn't want, they didn't want that that attention on them because he's standing for what's right. You know what I'm saying? Like the message that he's saying, they know it's true, but they just don't want to see it. That's why, like, I understand why you find like I understand both sides. I know why you find it wrong that he's taking a knee, and I understand why you find it right that he's taking a knee. You know what I mean? Like the national anthem does represent America. You know we are like citizens of America, and like we're trying to make this a better place. You know what I'm saying? And like one of the, like you can't be disrespectful to like the things that have been here, but at the same time, I feel like there are things that need to be fixed. And yeah. like, like Kaepernick, it's like probably a few people who knew that the national anthem had, had some slavery involved in it. You know what I mean? Like that was during that, those times. Not everybody knew that. So when they seen him taking a knee, they just instantly assumed like he was just being 
like against the country and like no like he did his research he noticed this he didn't like it and he wanted to protest because of what's been going on and he got affected you know what i'm saying and like this is not the only okay um the only instance of this uh, so i, I got just... i got a question for you damien so you have your brand and you have the message for the brand so i have like one thing i was thinking is like so we're trying to think of ways to actually get this change done so what do you think with your brand you're trying to do with the with the clothing and thing to try to get the message out so i'm trying to so psychologically right i'm trying to make this symbol represent that unity like that's that's like my first step my first step is i want everybody to understand like everybody who wears this you want you want us to get together you want us to be one right two is once like my like company gets better and i have good funding i want to start supporting like donating a lot to these like nonprofits that directly are trying like 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 life matter of course and other um like pretty much community like i really want to help a lot of, around the community like essentially i want to donate to them those these community like these organizations that really want to do good like help people who are like really in need not just like people who claim to be in need you know what i mean like okay. like first step is i need to get everyone together like that's that's the hard part you know what i'm saying and like that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to like show people like yo you do this i do this we have a similarity you shouldn't see me different you know what i'm saying like i'm mm -hmm. just trying to do simple ways of, of doing it you know one one way yeah. is like i'm thinking like like something in common you know what With i'm saying so 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 you're trying to build so actually this is something i was thinking of earlier uh I think you're what you're trying to do is like share culture, right? You're having it with your mm -hmm. brand. Yes. Somebody sees that on your shirt, you're like, hey, yo, so you you like that message too? You're like, yo, let's talk. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We, you're sharing some sort of culture. So yes. what I uh, like one thing that I think about a lot too is I see like uh like people people defend their culture. Like say, say like in in New York that the, they started saying dead ass first or something like that, yeah. right? They're like, <laughs> yo, that's our thing. That's not you guys can't say that because it's our thing. And I'm like, yo. Like, why not be able to share the culture? We're all human beings, bro. Like, what yeah. isn't that what the point is to be able to share culture? Like, we created something else and we can share that. Like, um, so like just to bring it back to the protest, like something that just came to my mind was like uh there was a sign that said, uh uh why don't you like black people the same way you like black culture? And that that hit me. Like, I was like, damn, that's crazy because like, uh, I don't know if you've seen that Ice-T interview, like, back in the 90s. And that interview, even the stuff he says resonates to today. But, like, he talks about how, like, um, like his CD sales, a lot of the CD sales, like, because of, like, the demographic and because of where, like, the, the black kid lives compared to, like, the white kid or, like, the, you know, the minority compared to, like, where, like, the um, the rich people live. He, he talks about, like, that most of the people that are buying his, his discs that are, talk about, like... Um, he, the cop killer song or whatever he talks about um basically he basically says that a lot of like it's white kids that are buying the cds it's white kids that are going to the concerts i think you're just adding to the point that like we like everything that black people do but we don't yeah. want to like accept them essentially like we take the dances you got afro beats you already know like joanna you know everybody yeah, knows yeah, that yeah, song yeah. when you hear it but but like you can't just accept black people like they created it but you're yeah. over here like like trying to take them out of the picture like it's just a song by itself like no that's yeah. their roots you know what i'm saying like, like don't just take one thing and then boom but, like no. you love the hip-hop culture so much but you're not willing to to fight for the man that that's behind yeah. the music you know what i'm saying type mm -hmm. thing that's what i was trying to get at yeah yeah you're right you're right, you're right. Now, and um so i wanted to also talk about like another another big issue that like i think also separates us even like as a black community is that there's so the so for me right like i want to take a step back 
racism for me, I don't think is a word. I think racism is just a, and a, like, a, like a professional way of saying colorism. You know what I'm saying? Because essentially race is divided by color. If you think about it, African-American, black, right? You got Native American, you got like brown, little like in the middle. Asians are considered yellow. I don't know how they accepted that color, but then there's white, right? Colorism, right? And, and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you guys all, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of the idea of light skins versus dark skin in, yeah, yeah, in the yeah, black yeah. community. Yeah. So like one of like my biggest things was like, yo, Yo, you guys are already being oppressed and then now you want to separate each other even more? Like, why are you saying like, oh, I can't mess with you, you're light-skinned, you're soft. It's like, bro, like, bro, it, it, it's just a skin pigment, bro. And, and it happens even like, like, I can admit it, like, I know Dominicans, like, the darker your skin, like, they don't even want to associate with you. They're like, you're not Dominican, you brought me Haitian or something. And then there's this whole, like, problem with the Haitian Dominicans. Bro, yeah. it's so, for me, it's just so, like, ridiculous. Like, like it's like, yo, you already oppressed. Stop making it worse. Work together, bro. It's a skin pigment. Teach If you guys can teach within each other that a skin pigment is just a skin pigment, then you can teach it to everybody. You can prove it. Like, mm. yo, like, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it doesn't matter about your color. And I'm saying colorism because there's a lot of favorites on like lighter-skinned women, lighter-skinned men, compared to the darker-skinned men and the darker-skinned um, women, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's really like, even even like on a high scale, we see, you know, whites versus blacks, but even within like blacks and even like like Asian and white culture, like they don't like the darker skinned Asians. They don't like the, the, like the darker skinned white people, you know what I'm saying? Like too much color, like, but nowadays, you know, there is like this whole idea of tanning, but that's like a different, different topic. But what I'm trying to say is like, there's this favoritism towards the lighter your skin color, the better you are as a person. And then you can look back at like the most recent one is I can think about it is Sammy Sosa, right? Sammy Sosa, yeah. I think, bleached his skin recently. Yeah. And like, like, bro, what? Like, why? Like, what's Michael the big Jackson. deal? Michael Jackson is the most famous one that I can think about. And what, like, you know, for me, like, I don't want to speak like I'm in their mind, but in my, my belief is they grew up in a time where, you know, light skin was better than dark skin, you know? So they were just trying to like do what they needed to do to like, be up there you know what i'm saying See, if, it's it's tough to give somebody like the the uh like their motive for that because like what if is, mm. is can you could compare that to maybe somebody that, that turns trans it's their decision like maybe they feel like mm. they actually this person on the inside so maybe that person thinks that they're white on the inside i have no idea that's what's tough about getting this but so, what damien is saying it's just the color bro like like no 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 i way- understand that I, I i like i agree with the with that with the with the separating each other and then separating each other more is just stupid bro because you're just gonna make it that's like a box and then a box inside the box and then a box like you're never gonna get out yo like i think so one thing that you were talking about is you were saying that you have to teach within each other right like if you're you're a light-skinned black person a dark-skinned black person if they can understand that we're just pigment within each other and then teach it to somebody else then you know we can get it rolling like why 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 are we not teaching people that you gotta Take take a take a audit of yourself. Be like, yo, what do I think about this for real? All right. So if I started thinking like, yo, what do I believe about about a black person and a white person? And you start think comparing like, what what are these people? They're just human beings. At the end, you're just gonna go 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 and find out they're just human beings. So then it's just taking audit of yourself can help you right there to get that rolling. But but then but then what? 
one taking on it of yourself. If someone's ignorant, they don't know. Like if you're ignorant to a fault, like let's say, let's say like you're Question. a white dude and you were born in a white community and every every day of your life, your dad, your mom told you that black people, minorities were were the worst, bro. And you never want to associate yourself with them, right? So when you take a self-audit of yourself, you're still going to think these people are bad and you're not going to think there's anything wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been in your head your whole life. So, like, I understand the self-audit thing, like, understanding, like, where, where your motives come from and, like, understand, like, what you really, what you really, like, what, understanding yourself to understand the world, but, like, it's still, like, a thing where it's, like, it, mm. it depends. It depends. Nah, nah, you're right, because your yourself turns into your community. Like, your community is yourself. What were you going to say, Damien, bro? I was going to say on the topic of, like, teaching yourself, right? So, uh, this is, like, my, I think, the most quick, easy example, right? At one point, we were all afraid of the dark. Right? Why? Why were we nah, afraid Vic, of the dark? Right? Vic I'm is still scared afraid of the, of the dark. dark bro. Yeah, Vic is but, still afraid right, of the dark. So, Vic, Vic, this could be like a perfect thing for you to for you to do. You know, because like when I was younger, right, I used to watch too many scary movies. I don't know why, but that's a different talk. I used to watch <laughs> The Grudge. I used to watch Saw. I used to watch everything gruesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It got to the point where like once I stepped in my bedroom, oh man, it was like a movie just started, and I'm like, oh, The Grudge about to come out that closet. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was yeah. like, I wrapped myself up and I was sweating my feet. My heartbeat was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, I was little key, low key about it. Like, I low key almost felt like I was passing out. But it took me until one day for me to sit in that bed and just stay there in the dark and start questioning to myself. I was like, yo, honestly, why am I afraid of the dark? Like, what, what is it that I'm scared of, right? I'm, I'm thinking movies, right? But I'm like, but our movie's real. You know what I'm saying? Our movie's real. Like, like, is something actually going to come out and attack me? You know what? Let me sit here and be prepared for that attack. Because the, if the more I keep prolonging it, the more I'm going to just keep being afraid of the dark for, like, absolutely no reason. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm, I'm talking more in the sense of darkness. Like, people seeing darkness as, like, where, like, creatures come like, out and, like, like yeah, attack yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what I'm saying is, like, if you don't ever sit there and question why, or let's say, why you're afraid of the dark, are you ever going to, like, learn anything? And like that's, that's why, bro. That's beautiful, beautiful, bro. That's no. I literally say that all the time. Is just questioning yourself. Understand who you truly are. Question it. Be like, yo, all right. Why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like little little tidbit, bro? Y'all, I, I, this is gonna sound weird. All right, okay. but th this is like this is like something that happened to me. It was like a, a two day thing. <laughs> all right, so one day, like I was just walking and I, like random thoughts always coming to my head, and some dude passed by, and I was like. Bro, that dude's attractive. And I was like, damn. And I was like, wait, am I gay? Like, am I gay? <laughs> do, do I, am I, am I gay? Do I, do I think this man's attractive? Like, yo. So then I was like, nah, bro, I'm not gay. And I was like, afraid of the thought. Like, bro, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. So I was like, right. And I was like, no, I just kept denying it, kept denying it. But it, and I was like, bro, okay. Why do I keep denying it? Why, what, what, like you said, why am I? What what in that thought is 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 am I so afraid of? Why am I afraid of thinking that thing? So I sat there and I was like, all right, all right, what is a gay a, a gay person actually wants like a, is attracted to men and want to have a relationship? Do you want to have a relationship with a man? And I was like, mm -hmm. nah, what the hell? I bro, like I I don't I don't take it past like yo you're my boy. We can connect on an intellectual level and that's it. Like that that and I was like, all right, so then I'm not gay, right? But and unless I question myself, if I kept denying that idea, like, no, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I would have just kept thinking I'm gay, bro, or, or like kept like denying it. But once you like question it, truly get deep down to the roots, 
then you can figure out what's what, what's your motivation for that thing. Yeah, that's why that's exactly why I go back to like racism alone. Like, why do you hate black people? <laughs> have yeah. like compare it to your own friend. Let's say you have some friends that are black, right? If they're yeah. if they're your friends and and they're black and you're okay with them, why do you hate their race? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or one, if you don't have any black friends, question why you don't have any black friends. Don't be like, oh, nah, because yeah, actually, no. Question why you ha don't have any black friends. I'm not saying that's gonna make you less racist. I'm just saying that like question like why don't you have them like what about them makes you not want to converse with them like what is it because at the end of the day you'll start realizing that it doesn't make sense why why you're racist or why you don't have those friends you know like like one thing is like you know if they're too distant from you and you can never connect with them but that doesn't mean you have to hate them that doesn't make any sense you know but if you sit there and you be like all right a black person all right well he's a human just like me he thinks just like me he um he likes to like he likes to go skiing. He likes to play ice hockey. I do. Or, or let's just say I, um, I like to go, um, let's say I like to cook. I'm a chef. I like to cook some like mean different dishes, you know? I, yeah. I would like to learn from some black chef. You know, something like find that like, like that, that point connection. that makes sense yeah, to connection. you. Because yeah. everybody's different. Everybody's different. You know, like my way of fighting the dark was my way. You know what I'm saying? But like I started questioning things like, yo, like I'm afraid because someone's going to attack me. I'm going to sit here. Come attack me. Cause like, otherwise if it never happens, then like, if it happens, then a shoot, I'll be afraid of the dark. But if it doesn't happen, then what's there to be afraid of? You know it's cause I, I believe in ghosts and shit, bro. So then I'd be like scared, bro. Yeah, but bro, but that's, but that's a perfect thing. Like, all right, but why, like you, maybe something you can question is, well, why are you only afraid of the dark when it comes to ghosts? So why are you not afraid right now? You got the light on. Why aren't you afraid now when it comes to a ghost? Because yeah, ghosts, light. I don't know. But, ghosts but, are afraid but, of but light. I know, right? But they're still there. It's just that you used to see them. In my opinion, I mean, I, I don't want to like speak. No, no, no. Maybe my belief is that you've watched a lot of movies and the ghosts are always in the dark. And then you associate now with the dark with the ghosts because it mm. just makes sense to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying yeah. that that's everybody who thinks the same, but like most like, like me, for example, I was afraid of ghosts back there. Paranormal activity. Like I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm about to get attacked right now. I'm screwed. Bro, you know? Insidious, bro. <laughs> Yo, I watched that. I watched that with Jason in South no in South Carolina. Oh my God, bro! I'm a, I'm gonna I'm shit myself, bro. I couldn't sleep, bro. We were sharing beds, and I was like, "Yo, Aunt, bro, yo, I'm shook, bro. I'm shook, bro. Chill, 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 bro." I was legit like about to hold him, bro. He, but, but yeah, now nah, well, yo. So right here, here's the thing I thought about when you were saying that story, Vic. You said, "Yo, I believe in ghosts." All right, so if you believe in them, a belief is something you hold true to yourself, right? You're like, "Yo, that's my like." I think there's ghosts. You can change that belief. That, that's just something you hold true to yourself because you say so. So you, why don't you just be like, all right, I don't believe in ghosts. I, like, I, I don't know. For me, I, don't, like, I always take audit. Like, I'm always thinking about what do I believe in all the time? Like, just mm. thinking about why do I believe this thing? Why do I believe this thing? So then I think I, that it can go farther than just you. And it's just why do I believe this thing? Why do I believe that uh, a black person is less than me. Why'd or you start this podcast? Yeah, why? Like, <laughs> just like understand Same idea. Like, motivations for everything, bro. Mm -hmm. Nah, I mean, I don't know, bro. I can audit myself later about why I'm I'm scared of the dark. But it's cause, like, bro, I feel like in my life I've like felt or like I've like seen things. You know what I mean? Like, like, like for example, bro. I always say this joke to my mom, right? My mom, like, side story. My mom always talks about like. So I never met my my mom's dad. I never met my grandpa, right? My mom always talks about that he was like a real strict dude. He was really cool, but he was a real strict dude, right? And then one day, like, I was joking around with my mom, and I was like, oh, like, 
I was like, cause she was like, oh, like I was talking back to her and then I was joking like, and then she was like, oh, if like your grandpa was here, you know, he would kick your ass, right? And then I was like, oh, like if he was here, he wouldn't do nothing. And then I felt a flick in my ear. So I flicked my ear and then I looked back and no one was there. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? So in my life, like that, that's like a dumb story, but like in my life, I've, and, and plus my beliefs, like I believe this world's created in energies, right? And like, if like uh, energies cannot be created nor destroyed, I feel like we are energies. So I feel like there's energies just flying all over the place. Like that, that was a human, you know, that was a person at one point. So I, I do believe in that. That's why I like, I, like I'm sometimes scared of the dark. Cause I'd be like, Oh shit. Like, is there something, you know, but like that, that, that's just my reasons. I don't know. I think there's positive ghosts out there, man. I don't know. <laughs> They're so, not yo, there to hurt you. You sleep every night. <laughs> yo, so, so, so you, you got a background in psychology, right? Yeah. So what, uh, like what in like psychology can do you, can you tell me about that? Just like why you believe in stuff? I don't know. Like, I don't know what kind of question I'm trying to ask, but like, how do you create a belief in your mind? Like fit, like in, is that a topic in psychology? Um, I mean, you know, psychology, philosophy, um, philosophy are very, like, very similar too in terms of just like, like the uh, mentality of people. But um, now that you mentioned that, what is it? Like, hmm. rephrase the question. Maybe I can. All right. Like, sort all right. Of- so, obviously, uh, I think you, there's like brain pathways. Do you learn that in psychology? Like how the brain, the, the brain pathways, and, yeah, yeah, how neurons and everything fire. Yeah. Then you, you, your neurons are then, there's obviously like a storage part of your brain where you store that information. And I think based off of your memories, you then create a belief. Like I, I think somebody that might believe in God is going to be like, yo, in my past, somebody, somebody told me I should believe in God. Some, and then I went here and I felt this certain type of energy. And, and now I believe in this thing because of that. Just like Vic said, yo, I don't believe in ghosts because I've never had any experience with a ghost, literally my whole life. But mm-hmm. Vic says, yo, I got flicked in the back of the ear when nobody was there, and I think that's why there's a ghost. So now it's a memory associated with that belief. So, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to ask, but, like, is that, like, how do you, how do you change that? How do you flip that over? Like, well, like, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, was gonna, I, was th- I was trying to think, like, Jason, are you trying to ask, like, Damien, like, where does the, like, belief originate from like where does that come from how does that start yeah. up how, how, how do you change like is there a way is there no way like, has nobody done a study of like how in psychology you can affect somebody's beliefs like efficiently because like i think a lot of what what happens between people is that we think we're different from each other because that's the belief right so how do you in in like real time with your brain how do you change the brain so that you don't believe that anymore i don't know well, um, so, so, so one of the things you're probably touching on, like you were saying is like neuron pathways. I don't want to sound like a super like psychology lesson, but essentially like, I don't know if you know this, right? One, one of the easiest terms is like, if for some reason, let's say I lost my, I'm a lefty. So if I lost my left arm, right. I, yeah. I'm so used to writing on my left that like my right, obviously I can't write on my right. Your brain, if you keep playing with your right hand to try to write and try to write and try to write, eventually, because your brain realizes that that's your motive, like you need to do it, your brain will teach you and teach this arm how to function the way your left arm used to do. You know okay. what I'm saying? And like, okay. that's with anything. Like if you lost both your legs, your body starts to remember, like starts engraving in itself. Like, yo, you don't have legs now. You got to do everything with your arms. Like, how do I operate in a way that 
I like I can use my hands in the same sense I can use my legs, you know, and then like I can do things. So I think basing it off that, I think like what you were trying to say is like for for sorry, we've been talking about ghosts for so long, so I'm just gonna stay on that topic. <laughs> but like essentially, essentially like in your mind, right? You already made a connection that okay, like yo, I was acting up to my mom. The ghost attacked me because my mom, like I talk bad to my mom, right? Let's just say like that. Now in your mind you have that pathway open. Like, it is not going to stop until you decide to change that pathway to something else. You have to, be, mm. you have to now associate that to something else. So, essentially, like, let's just say, like, maybe I shouldn't, like, read this. Instead of a ghost flicking me, well, my mom's going to hit me with a chancleta, right? So, like, <laughs> if, if you start changing it to, like, a ghost is not going to hurt me, that chancleta is going to come out and I'm going to get hit by it. Now, all of a sudden, that chancleta has more, more, more value in your head than the ghost did now like like this is the better way right so let's say next time you talk to your mom like whatever you say something like oh mom, i don't want to do nothing i don't listen to you whatever she pulls out something like that hits you right now in your head you're like oh shoot last time i did that i got hit now 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 in your you you see her you're like i want to say nothing crazy because now in your <laughs> mind that's engraved that's engraved in your mind so now okay. the more you see your mom and like you see that chancleta on her foot now you're like yo it's like, it's like a little classical condition. Now you're like, yo, let me not talk bad to my mom. And now the ghost, the ghost idea is now gone because you're so focused on this idea of like your mom can hit you, can literally hit you versus like some ghosts that you don't see. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like that's just one way like you can do it. And that, that's like with everything, you know, like you can apply that to everything because the brain's a muscle, man. You, you train it. You, the way the brain works is you have to give it importance to certain memories that you have. Like, that's why, like, like I don't know, it's like if you see, if you go on top of a mountain and you see this nice view and you just feel at ease, now in your brain you're like, yo, if any time I need to feel at ease, I need to go to that mountain. I need to go, uh, go I, to I, that mountain. For me, Every it's time. going in a car, in a uh, car ride, bro, driving around. Yeah, yeah, and and you almost you're, you're like, well, now when you're like like a little lower down, your brain's gonna be like, yo, yo automatic, get in the car, to the car, yeah. get in the car, yeah. bro, let's go, we gotta go, take a ride, and that's just you in your in your head, you know. And the, the crazy thing is you go into, like, I believe in autopilot, like, in your head. Like, you you will literally, every time you get pissed, you're like, I'm out. I'm taking, a, I'm taking this drive. You know what I'm saying? And you'll never realize that it's a habit now because you've been so used to doing it that, like, doing something else would feel so awkward to you. Like, let's just say, like, like um, let's say your girlfriend, like, you, now she starts giving you massages. Let's say you were never used to that for, for, like, when you're, like, not feeling good. Now, like, when your girl gives you a massage, you're like, it's kind of weird, like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, like I want to go on that car ride because I'm used to going on that car ride when I like, when I'm used to like, get, like feeling better. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So there's, there are different, like you'll notice these weird little things. Like some of them you're more acceptable to like, like let's say if it was your girlfriend, you'd be like, Oh, you know, I like my girl. So I'm gonna lay here. I'm gonna lay her. Give me a massage. and I'll feel good. Like something else could be like, I don't know. Let's say you have to, like you wanted to start working out and you never worked out before. And you're like, Oh, I gotta start doing this workout. It's like when I'm pissed, I want to feel better. Like, I have to work out. Nah, I don't want to do that. And then your brain is like, yo, I'm used to sitting down playing video games. Stick to that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, that, that's okay. like, like that weird connection that happens with a lot of other things. So, so I got a question. Like, can, can like some, some outside force, like, manipulate your brain at the moment? Like, like, for example, like, I don't know if this is true. Because this was in, like, the Mike Tyson documentary where they said, like, they hypnotized him. And they were like, oh, you're an animal. You're a beast. You're a killer. So then when he went into the ring, he, like, tapped into that that like mindset and then he was like a killer or whatever but like i don't know if that's true like because they alter his brain you know what i'm saying like you're saying but i don't know if that's fucking true like is um, that true bro yo so 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 okay so 
hypnotism, right, is a real thing. It is real. It, it is very real, but it only works if you allow it to work. That's that's where people don't understand. You have like, to believe it. Like, no, no, no. It's not about believing it. It's it's that. Well, like, I, yeah, yeah. It's like you're believing it. But what I was trying to say is like you have to let the other person have control over you, kind of. Like you know how they, like every time you talk with someone, like like I don't know if you guys ever had a therapist, but like first they'll sit you down, they'll talk to you, calm you down a little bit, have you talk a lot to them, and they start to like go like yeah 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 I, I hear you yep I agree with you. Now you start building a connection, you think that they're safe, and then from there it's like they can start like making you sort of like like um, put trigger words in your head. It, it's it's a, it's trippy. Like way hypnotism works is trippy, but. It doesn't work if you're if you're not focused on what's going on, you know what I'm saying. Mm. So like if me and you if, if if we're talking right now and you guys aren't listening to me like listening like I'm not talking like like you just hear words and like and then you respond like if you're yeah. actually listening to me like that's how hypnotism works. But if you're not listening to me in your head, you're like yo, yo I want some like ice cream later, bro. Like this is the, like I'm, I'm feeling some ice cream later. It's hot, you know. You out you I won't be able to hypnotize you because you're not focused. You have to give me your full attention. And, that, okay. and that's what hypnotists like sort of want. And a lot of people like they tend to fall for it because they a lot of times hypnotists come to you like, yo, I'm going to help you quit smoking. And you're like, for real? Yo, I need I, I like I want this, you know, and like now you mm. give them the full attention and now they can do whatever they want because now mm. they, you, you're, you're really focused on what's going on. But makes, makes it, it's I, trippy. It's trippy. So I got a question about about. So you were saying that. A psychologist, when 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 they sit you down, they just start asking you questions. They just let you talk, right? So, what would a psychologist do if a person didn't want to talk? Uh, that's why they have multiple sessions. <laughs> uh, eventually, that you have to, you because otherwise it doesn't work. Like if you don't talk to the the point of you being there is because yeah. you want to express to yourself, get help. You want to get help from somebody, so you're like essentially saying like, "Yo, this person who." is in front of me is going to make me feel better. So I need to tell him everything about myself so that he can find my problem and fix it. So that's why there's like a lot of sessions. Obviously they know the first time, like there's that barrier of like, yo, who are you? Why should I trust you? Like, like, are you even going to help me? And then like, once they get through that, they try to make that happen as soon as possible so that they can get to the main point, which is like figuring out why you're here, what's your real problems. And then like continue going from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the reason I asked that question is because, like, I feel so I'm thinking like, yo, I'm still trying to apply this, like your psychology, like the the basic terms, right? Like the the main principles of what you're saying to this big problem of of what we have is uh, inequality. And it's because people believe that thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So somebody's racist. They believe that thing. Um, and, And you said that if you tell yourself something like 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 the ghost thing you or you try to uh uh associate a different memory a different uh time in your life with to so change your belief so then I'll per- i was thinking so then a person might want to go out and explore different cultures like we were talking about earlier just like you know, all right i know this is gonna help me understand the other side of uh, the different people so let me go out and do this thing let me go out and do this thing let me go out and do this thing but then i was thinking all right so then but why would somebody that doesn't give a fuck want to go out and do that shit well then how do you get them to to open up so then i'm like all right what if what if there's like to help people understand why they believe a certain thing you like force no i don't for some nothing will ever work if it's forced but it would be like try to get people that believe these things to talk about it so that they can understand it in themselves 
So, like, for example, I think a platform like ours, right? We got a podcast. We might get somebody that believes that, like, they, they're a racist person. They believe that the, um, a minority is less than them because of that. We get them here, right? We, we get them to talk, and they start talking about, oh, I hate these people because of this. Because, and then we, we, we get them to open up, open up, open up, open up until they get down to the deep road. This is the real reason. It's because my dad said this when I was six years old and I saw him when there was a black man. I saw him do this and my dad said he is because he's this way. And that's why I believe that. And when you get to that route, then somebody's going to be like, wow, I'm only associating it with that one fucking memory, bro. Like, it's just that one thing. And now, now that they understand that, they can be like, bro, all right, that one memory is controlling my whole belief in my life. Let me change that. So I'm like, yo, how do you get people to open up about this shit, bro? Because like now, now I'm like, all right, I see, I see what our problem is. Now I see a possible solution is, or a, a possible reason that they believe this, a possible solution to that reason, but how do you get that solution to actually happen? I don't know, um, I'm sticking out loud. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to touch point on one one thing you were bringing up, and it's a phenomenon in psychology that's called uh, groupthink, and it's it's the idea that you never want to think different than most people do. Like if you're ever in a group, if you're ever in a group of people and everyone is like, "Yo, um, Kool great Kool Aid is the best Kool Aid there is," right? And then it's just like everyone, like let's say for you, really deep in you, you're like, yo, I love fruit punch though. Like fruit punch is, is the wave, you know, like, I don't know. Or the blue, the blue Kool-Aid is the wave, right? Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, because there's so many people saying great, 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 great. You just be like, yeah, great. Yeah, grape is the best. It's weird. It's very, it's actually really weird. If you guys ever want to see a video, there's a video of um this, like, it wasn't really a prank. It was actually like a test that this one guy who wasn't in it, like, there was, like, a classroom full of people, like... Oh, the dude that was people. sleeping and everybody started clapping? No, 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 no. Well, oh. that, that's, that's, an that's actually an example. That wasn't the one I was talking about. Yeah, but that's an example. He just starts waking up and clapping because everybody yeah, yeah. else is clapping. That's exactly what groupthink <laughs> is, though. But that's an exact reason. The one I'm talking about was actually, like, there was these people in a classroom, and the teacher held up a board and was like, two plus two equals what? And there's, like, four, like five, four choices, right? One, obviously, three of them were wrong, and then one was right. And let's say that everybody was like, oh, it's, it's A, five, right? And then you're like, what the hell? It's four. But everyone in class was saying, it's five, it's five, it's five. Everybody was like, it's A, it's five, it's five, it's five. The dude, the whole time is like, <laughs> but bro, I'm not crazy. It's, it's four, bro. Two plus two is four. I'm not crazy. But yo, because everybody was saying, yo, professor, it's A, it's A. The guy was like, yeah, it's A, it's A. Because he didn't want to think different than everyone else in the classroom. He didn't want to feel dumb. You know what I'm saying? Even though in that moment, if he would have said four, he would have been correct. But because everyone else said five, he was like, Yeah, it's I five. I guess five. Yeah, yeah. Five. it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. And there was just like, they just kept going. The class, like, they kept pulling out different things. They were like, What's the name of this shape? And it was like, triangle. Let's say it was a triangle. They were like, It's triangle, rectangle, whatever. And then like, everybody kept picking the wrong answer. And the dude, every time, he started to conform more and more and more and more. And there was also, like, that was one video. There was also this other video that was, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a show called What If? Um, but it was, like, the idea is just, like, something weird happens in public and how would you react if it happened? And one of the funny things was everybody got on the elevator. And, you know, when you get on the elevator, you focus, you, you face You're where straight. the buttons You look are. straight for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but where the buttons are, where you click, right, click the buttons to go up, mm -hmm. everyone who got on, 
they face the opposite way on purpose. Oh, Every, shit. Everyone faced the opposite oh, way. Shit. <laughs> Yo, everyone faced the opposite way, though. The one dude comes in, he's like, he's like, he's like, Yo, he just conformed. He was like, he just faced the same way everyone else faced. So weird. The door opens behind them, but everybody was facing forward. I mean, facing <laughs> the back, the opposite way. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, the elevator was here. They were all facing that way. And then the one person who wasn't in on it, they were just like, they didn't feel awkward, like, facing the other way. So they were like, uh, okay. <laughs> and they turned around and faced the other way. And, like, they, they talked to the person. They're like, yo, why did you turn around, like, why and she was like well it felt awkward because everybody else was doing it and i didn't like want to be the oddball but i just wanted to give you those examples because honestly that's like what happens nowadays like like i'm not saying like again everybody has a special case but let's just say there's a bunch of like there's a few groups of white people that are like yo like i'm not racist but like there's so many people around them that go like oh black people suck and then they're because they're like that's what they're around they're like well okay, then I, I guess I, I agree, I guess, because they're my friends, like, they're what I hold dear to me, I'm just gonna follow what they do, because that's just what I'm, like, around, and, like, I don't want to be weird, I don't want to be the weird one out, and trust me, a lot of people don't like to be that weird one out, it's always like that, like, when you're that, that, the awkward ball, you rather, like, just stick in with the group, I'm not saying everyone is like that, but a majority of people, like, they don't want to nah, be that, outs- I- that outsider, I, I think I think both pro- I think there's such thing as both properties. I mean, these are my I don't know, I'm no psychologist or nothing. I, this is just like stuff I think about how my brain thinks all the time. And I'm like I I do think I I see the group the group uh, like the way groups of uh, thing um affect you to do the same thing. But I think there's an opposite property where if somebody wants to be like purposely weirder than everybody else. They they want to be like yo I I I see this group's doing that thing. You know what? I want to do the opposite. And that's why, like, I mean, that's kind of how change happens in the world anyway. It's like, exactly. it, it, like, the, what, like one white person, Abraham Lincoln, example, right there. He, so he's like, yo, everybody has, like, including he's probably his family in the past. I don't even know. But, like, he's seen people all around him. Yo, somebody, yo, you know, everybody got slaves. Everybody got slaves. But you know what? I don't think slavery is a good thing. You know, I'm abolishing slavery. It took him to be like, yo. But then when somebody... Then when somebody then does that, that like, oh, I, I think slavery is bad. Then you see all the real other people that were doing it too. Like, you know what? I thought the same thing the whole time, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's so what I, I mean by groupthink. But that's exactly what I mean by groupthink, though. That everybody was just going with the crowd, even though they didn't agree with it. It's just that everybody has slave owners at the time. And let's say you didn't agree with the slave owner idea, but everybody was doing it. Let's just say your boys were like, yo, how many slaves you got? And I'm like, I got five. I was like, <laughs> I don't got any, bro. And he's like, yo, you got to get slaves. You know, like, he was like, same thing nowadays. Like, you got 2K? I'm like, no, I don't got 2K. And they're like, yo, bro, come on. Everybody got 2K. You got to get 2K. And then you're like, uh, and you end up buying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because no you reason, don't want to do that. A lot I of suck times, at 2K, bro. I don't even but, get that shit. But, but couldn't, that be a, <laughs> couldn't that be a bad thing? Like, couldn't that be like, a, like, for example, Black Lives Matter, like, and someone's just trying to follow the crowd Right, you know what I mean? Like they're just like, oh, you know what? Everyone's doing it, but they don't truly believe in believe in like Black yeah, Lives Matter. So like, they're just following the trend. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's that 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 could be like a bad thing, you know? It, it can. Trust me, it's 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 probably is happening, and we don't see it. But but of course, like as of right now, I think as much for as we can get right now is great. And then like when obviously we get more like um when we get more further into this, we start like really educating people. Like, and that's where, like, we hope that we can convince even those people who are still doubtful about how they feel, like, to bring them on board, too. 
Because in the, the day, right now, all we can wish for is support. Because right now, that's like the, the thing we have the least, you know, like, um, the more we can like get more people on board, more people on boards, more supporters, more people taking action, the more like we can get this message out there. Where the fuck is our leader of the country, bro? He hasn't That's said a, a fucking word, bro. <laughs> yo, what Where I saw was that he when he bro? gave that like speech in the Rose Garden, that they that he was like, "Yo, if you're peacefully protesting, we respect you, right?" And then at this, I, while he was doing that, he wanted to take that walk to that church. I don't know if you saw that he he taking went, pictures with a Bible, bro. That's what he, he, he did doing it, a photo like, shoot. He was doing a like a line of horsemen. Yo, he literally had cops move people out of the way so he could peacefully walk to over. They're like, bro, you're saying all this shit. Oh, it's okay to be a peaceful fucking protester, but then you're going to do that? Like, bro, speak. Like, keep consistent, bro. So then I'm thinking, like, yo, that dude got voted in by people in this fucking country, bro. So it's not like he's there by accident. He's there because millions and millions of people were like, yo, we want him there. We want him to be our president, bro. And I'm like, how? All right. So then, all right. I think I think he opened up like uh, like like the same way how 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 like you were saying like, oh, I, I was thinking the same thing, but like I never wanted to say it. I think yeah. like he opened up that gateway where like a lot of people were racist and like a lot of people thought like him, like build a wall, all that all that shit he was saying in 2016. And so like hit, like having like someone of his stature, like someone that was like going for presidency, saying the stuff became that was in their the heads. president became yeah, the yeah. president. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like because he was saying it, it, it gave people that had like the same ideology to be like, yeah, he's right. That guy's right. Uh, like, you know what I mean? And I feel like similar to like, like how it was bad. Like they were just like, because like at one point, like we couldn't even talk about like stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like, like news weren't talking about it. Like it was never like, it was always, you know, it was like, whatever. And then, and then I feel like he opened up like a door for like, and then like, I, I feel like racism's never, it never died down. It just like Bro, was hidden honestly, for a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? If I'm and then he opened it and now honest. it's, uh, it's there. If I'm going to be completely honest, bro, I don't think racism will ever be gone. Cause I was trying to think like, I, I was like, all right, why do we need police? We need police because there are criminals out there that do bad things. And then, you need saw a per, like a, a group of people that will be in charge of taking care of those people, right? So that they don't they don't affect the public. So I'm like, all right. So then, why do we just not? Why don't we just like find a way to not have any more criminals? Because if you don't have criminals, you don't need police. If you don't have police, you don't have police brutality, right? So I was like, all right. If we don't want criminals, what is that gonna take? All right, nah. We gotta teach people not to steal. We gotta teach people not to kill. We gotta teach people not to, you know, do things that we believe are illegal, right? And I was like, all right. So if these people are are doing these things, how can we we convince them not to do them? We think we tell them they're bad. And I'm like, but wait, you can't get rid of that ever because, for an example, just one 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 example. Say you love a girl, right, and you love her with all your heart. All of a sudden. Okay. And this is, this is something normal. I, love is a normal thing. Everybody, not everybody, but most people will fall in love one day in their life, right? And what also happens every day is a woman might fall out of love with a man and that woman might, you know, fall in love with another man at, on the side, bro, and be like, yo, you know what? This is actually the person that I love. That woman is going to leave the first man that was so in love with her and go with that other man. And this man right here is now going to have a passionate rage of, yo, this man stole my girl, somebody that I love with all of my heart. You know what? 
I'm going to go out there. I'm going to beat him up or I'm going to murder him or something like that. And I'm like, yo, so that's just, that's like a emotion that those emotions can never go away. Like, bro, I know for a fact I got love. And if something happened, like, you know, like sometimes you don't know how deep your rage can go. And that the fact that that rage can never be controlled, I was like, all right, we can never not have criminals because that's that person will then become a criminal. If you can't have no criminals, you have to have police. So now I'm like, all right, where we live in a world, we have to have police because uh, we can't control our emotions. I wanted to, I just wanted to like add to that. So like, and I know, you know, I mean, like one of the biggest times you'll see racism come out is when someone experiences an inconvenience, right? Like you're driving in the street, somebody cuts you. You look at him, it's a black dude. You're like, fuck black people. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, what? 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 This is what I'm, this is what I want people to understand, right? It was that person, just that person that did that. It wasn't that whole person's race. So why are you seeing this one, let's say this one particular black dude, for instance, cuts you off in traffic, and now you're saying you hate the whole race. Like, what? Like, yo, like, you have to understand, like, individual actions shouldn't sum up with a group of people are like. It doesn't make, that is, for me, that doesn't make any sense. Like, for me, it's like, it's your experience with, with like the certain people you've been with. Like, for example, you were giving the example of like your girl, like a girl, like if you lose your girlfriend to another guy, right? You can't, you're going to be mad at that guy. You're going to hate that guy. You're not going to hate like, oh, I hate tall dudes. All tall dudes suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was just that one dude that messed it up for you. Like, you should be mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when people learn to stop generalizing a group of people, to like, um, like all like have the same characteristics. That's when things will change. Like I feel like we were too used to being like, bro, I was dating this Italian girl and she was crazy. Then I dated this other Italian girl. This was crazy. Yo, maybe it's your state. Maybe this is the girls in your state are all like that. I don't know. Oh, you're, you know oh, your taste in women, bro. Oh, yeah, then, yeah. Or your taste becomes, in women. Then it's just that state. Then, then it's like no, no, oh, no, people but, in this state. No, 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 but. Maybe I should have said that better, but like I'm trying to say is like, like may maybe it's just that the, the the girls you're targeting, like like um, it just happens to be like, like, like yeah, like it just happens to be that way because like what if after let's say like two or three girls who are all Italian, you missed out on this fourth girl that was Italian and she's the perfect one you were looking for. Let's just say just happened that this fourth girl was the perfect girl you were looking for and she was Italian. Now your mind was oh I already had three Italians I don't want no more Italians like they're all the same like. That's not true. They each they each have gone through different experiences, different um like a like a diff different development, like growth development. But with their parents, how their parents raise them, they're all different. Even if they live in the same country in the same state, they all live different. Like it, it's not the same. Like and I feel like when we learn to associate things with just particular like that particular person, like the way I was like, even explaining this like to people, like when you first meet someone, I really feel like you should look at them like a blank slate, right? Blank slate is like you see them. That's it. It's just a person. They no they'll define that slate for you. Yeah, don't generalize nothing because the moment you do, you already starting so much like nonsense in your head that don't make sense, and then you start like pushing off a whole race. Like what I'm trying to say is like most people most people like would would see like let's say a person in a hoodie, right? See a person in a hoodie. They got the hoodie over the head. Instantly, because of everything they've seen in movies, news, everything, blah blah blah, they'll see oh this dude in a hoodie probably is a bad person. But let's step back. Let's just say, like, let's look at this person in a blank slate. You don't know nothing. That person hasn't approached you. That person hasn't said anything to you. They're passing by. You're going by in your own way. And y'all don't even say nothing. Let that person be. You know what I'm saying? 
like for example, right? Like Jason, this is my first time meeting you, right? You, yeah. you would you should have seen me like as a blank slate. You don't know anything that like I don't, about me, nothing, right? No. Don't don't make any assumptions. You know what I'm saying? You didn't make any assumptions. You let me you let me write on that slate for you to let yeah. you know what I'm about. So like now you can be like, okay, well, Damien is like this to me because of how he's been talking to me. And if and if I disagree, like let's say, let's say, let's say you say Damien is an asshole, right? You'd be like, all right, well, like let's say next time I meet you in person, I'm even more kinder. Now you're like, whoa, wait hold on, like, maybe that was just him, maybe that was just him in that moment, like, let me really get to know Damien before I start making assumptions, and I feel like when you start doing that, it's not hard at all, like, you just, you'll start realizing, you're like, oh, yeah, you got the name, you got the name, you're like, oh, uh, Jason, you sound really cool, thank you for, like, inviting me to the thing, like, you're real cool, you ask really smart questions, I, I really like how you spoke to me, like, I really think you're a kind dude, I don't know you too well, you know, but because of this one experience that me and you met, I think you're really cool. And if I saw you in person, I'd be like, oh, shoot, Jason, what's up? It's Damien. I'm in person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wouldn't see you in a negative light because this one little altercation that we had, I had a blank slate for you. It came out good. You wrote, you wrote on that slate, like, yo, I'm a kind. I'm, I'm here to talk. I want to answer questions. I want to be better. So for me now, I see you in a positive light. I don't see you, like, as a negative person whatsoever. So the more we do that, the more we train our brain to be like, all right, well, I met all these people and like, I know how this person is. I know how this person is. And like, oh yeah, they're fine. Yep. Yep. And like you're blank slates. It doesn't, it won't affect you at all. Trust me. It also stops you from anxiety, all these different symptoms in your head from always assuming the worst every time you see somebody and mm. it will make you even a better person. So actually I got a question because personally I got that. My brain, I feel like always wants to do something like tell me that something bad is going on. Literally all the time, like it's like it's like, yo, this is happening right now. You're you're fucking up. This, yo, you're fucking up. Yo, you're fucking up. Is there an off switch, bro? Like, can I turn that shit off? Goes back to the questioning, right? You got to question it within yourself. Why are you so nervous and thinking things are always bad gonna happen? Like, why? And and if you think that, how can you make yourself more comfortable in that environment so that you don't feel so scared all the time? Like, there's always something. Like, there's always something to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for me. Every time, like one example for me is like when I go to a brand new state that I've never been to, the first thing for me is like, I'm scared. Like, I don't know anything about this place. If I make a left turn instead of a right turn, I'm lost. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like for me, it's like just for me to be like, yo, Damon, you're lost. But remember, your phone is charged. You got a GPS. You can, you can navigate yourself around. You can get yourself where you need to go. You'll be fine. Instead of me panicking, being like, no, nah, the GPS got me lost. It was the GPS told me to make a left. I know it did. You know? And you start, like, over-exaggerating things when you shouldn't. Like, take it easy. Like, take it easy. Question what's going on. Take control of your environment. I think the more that you understand your place and your ground and how to defend yourself or even, like, just, just how to be there in the situation, like, almost like, for example, you walk around Chelsea, right? When you first started, you probably were just like, uh, <laughs> what do I do? Like, like, what do I do? Now you're in Chelsea, you're like, corner store's right there. All right, guys, I'll be back. Yeah. Walk down the street, okay, cross okay. the street, whatever. Go into the store. You're like, yo, that's 250 right here, 250. That's the mentality. It took time. At first, at first you were scared because you were, you were questioning, you were making a lot of the situation. But then finally you grew older. You were like, man, I go to this corner store all the time. I know it's not a problem. Like this, they, this is my this is my fam at this point. The corner store dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. You need to learn to get to that point with a lot of things in your life. You know what I'm saying? And it's not hard. Trust me. It, it takes time, but it definitely will will make you better and make the world better. Trust me. 
So, so that reminded me of like, uh, I'm a big fan of like quotes and like motivation. And there's like a story um, that Will Smith says that he says that like, um, he says, God places the greatest things on the other side of fear. Right. And he talks about how like he was, he was shitting his pants, bro. And, and he couldn't even, he, cause he had to be on a helicopter. He was going to bungee jump and he was scared. He was, he never been more scared in his life. Um, and then he said like, to the point where he like, he was like, he couldn't even sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like he was given all the, all, his, all these ideas were coming to his head. Like, Oh, with the, like the, the cord breaks, all this stuff. So then he said when, like, like when he was on the plane, he was like shitting himself. And then he says like, they, they count one, two, three, they tell you, Oh, we're going to count one, two, three. We're going to jump at three. And then they jump at two because a lot of people hold on. And then he says like, when he jumped off the plane and I think he was skydiving when he jumped yeah, off the plane, he was skydiving. He says it was the most blissful moment of his life. And he was one, I questioned himself like, why am I so fearful of, of this, of this moment? Like I was so scared. I couldn't even sleep the day before, but when I was floating in the air, it was so blissful, so beautiful. And you saw the, you saw the terrain and it was just amazing. So that's what that reminded me of. But that's, that's me too. So like one of the two biggest things that I want to do personally, I've told my girlfriend, I was like, if you want to come with me, you can come with me. If not, whatever. One of them is skydiving. But the other one that I think scares the heck out of me is yep. Shark Tank. Like I want to get inside of a shark tank and like, <laughs> like feed them boys around me. Like, and I know like me just thinking about this makes me sweat. Cause I'm like thinking about, Oh my God, those things are like 15 times my size. And I'm like, yo, yeah. what if it sees me as food? What if it attacks the tank? What if it, the cage, sorry, what if it attacks the cage? And like, what if it makes it stink? But yo, but like, I feel like how would you ever improve and understand things better if you never go out there and just take that risk? Mm. Like, like, I feel like when, like, um, like for me, like right now, like the more I, I hold off on going cage diving, the more I know is going to like linger. I'm like, nah, I can't touch that water. That shark is going to kill me. Anything. There's so many different things in that water is going to kill me. And I, it just keeps hurting me. Like, I'm just like, yo, I feel like it's like a mental block. Like, I'm mm. like, yo, it's something I want to do because I'm afraid of it, but I'm so afraid I don't want to do it. And it's just like, yo, like, like, let me just do it. You know? And I was thinking like, maybe start with, with skydiving. It's not so bad, you know? But then I was like, here goes anxiety, right? Well, what if the parachute don't work, right? Now, <laughs> now, now it's like, what if I don't land safely? What if, what if the yeah. dude starts panicking and I wasn't expecting him to panic? You know what I'm saying? Like things like that. And now I feel like you now stop yourself from exploring and push and becoming better. And like, like really, really like learning about yourself as, as like a whole too. Mm. So, so a question I have is like, so I, I'll say like, I don't fear like a lot of like physical things, like shark tank diving, like, I'll just say, like, I would want to learn how to swim first, bro. But you know what bro, I'm saying? Like, you're like a human chicken nugget, bro. <laughs> what? You're like a human chicken nugget. You're mad small, bro. That shark's going to see you. You're going to be like, yo, <laughs> that's a four for four right there. Yo. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, where? I, I was legit like, yo, I know he's saying a joke. I don't understand. All right, bro. All right. Anyway. No, but I was saying, like, <laughs> a lot of the things I fear are in my head. So, like, I always tell Jason this. Like, I don't want to be the person to talk the most shit and then not do anything. You know what I mean? But, like, like so when I think of situations like that, like skydiving, I think, like, oh, Matt, a whole bunch of people have done it. So, like, it clearly, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like for, like, or the first time I took an airplane, right? Everyone was like, oh, you're not going to be able to sleep. It's going to be crazy. Like, it's going to be, like, surreal. Like, and... I slept like a baby, bro, going to Las Vegas, bro. You know, so I'm always like, fuck. So I'm always like, what the hell am I scared of, right? And I and then I, I tell myself like, oh, I'm scared of like swimming somewhere uh, where there's no like like a pool where I can hold on to. But then even then, I'm like, 
man, if I learned how to swim, I wouldn't be scared of that. But so like a lot of my, a lot of the fears I have come from inside my head. So how, do, how does, how do you change that? Like, how do you like not face be scared? Them. You face them. You face that's, them. That's how you do it, bro. There's no, yo, right. And I, I remember I had this conversation with you in the car when we were talking about making this podcast. I was yeah. like, bro, the worst enemy ever is your damn mind, bro. I'm telling you, Thanks. nothing stops you more than your own mind from doing anything. Your mind will come up with all the excuses on the planet to not do anything. So if you have a fear, like it's just like going back to this Black Lives Matter movement, if you have a fear of being around black people, yo, go be around black people. Go, go, like have a like, conversation with them. Go eat, like go learn about their culture, bro. And then you'll really, there your mind can clear so you can see what it's really like. You can make your decisions based off of that. Like, I, well, I hope, you know, God forbid that like you like have a bad experience with them. But I'm saying it's like, most likely I feel like you're going to go and like talk with a group of people. Let's say, let's say you, you like, it would be really nice. You go actually to mainland Africa, go to Nigeria, you know what I'm saying? Kenya and like, just go somewhere you haven't been and like really experience their culture and like see how they are as people. You know what I'm saying? And like, you'll yeah. really get to like, you'll fight that fear. It's, 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 it's facing that fear. Like as a kid, right? When you went down the slide for the first time, you were like, mm. That's like looking kind of long. I might hit myself when I get to the bottom of it. But your mom was out here like, come on, mijo. Come on, son. Come here. Like, go, come down, come down. And you were like, my mom's here. She's encouraging me. She got me. You know, I'm going to do it. You go and you sigh. You're like, oh, shoot. Yo, that was a great experience. Let's go again. Yeah. You just, now, you, now you're doing it like 30 million times. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like it's always fear. It, it's, 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 it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy to just go out there and be like, yo, I'm going to face my fear. But, yo. The more you learn to like question yourself on why you're afraid of things, you yeah. can be such a better person. Like it, it, it starts with you, man. It really does start with you. And I think the more you start to like really want to improve yourself, be better, understand things better, you will go out there and you really try it out. Like if you don't try it out, you're going to be stuck and you're going to stay with the same mentality. You're going to like just do the same thing you do every day and like, and like, might result in racism for this, like for this sake of our conversation, which because is. I, I'm think I'm thinking you might just stay become ignorant, bro. To yeah. Fall, you just don't well, know would, would it be ignorance if you're if you go out and and like prove it? It's just like, bro, how do you truly? Because like, what if you do have a bad experience with with somebody, right? Then you're not gonna want to try it again. But if you tried it again, then you would. So like, how do you get somebody to just keep going? Like, all right, all right. Here's what I here's what I thought while you were talking, bro. Too. I was like, I was like, oh, would you, were you want to say something first? No, 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 no. All right, because I was going to change the subject. What I was thinking was, so I think what what really needs to happen is that people need to learn a lot of stuff, bro. Like, I, we, we were talking about education right at the start. So one thing is what, what, I think once you understand the psychology behind why you act the way you act, I think you can then be freed from that, like those your brain telling you what to do. Because now I'm like, all right, so if I'm just being fearful, I just gotta do it, right? Because my that's just my brain's gonna do it automatically because my brain works like that. And I didn't know that because I didn't have no background in psychology, right? So I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, now if I know that, I could tell my brain to be this way. Then, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of other shit you gotta learn, but. I think to to grow the empathy is just trying to learn and develop stuff around how what creates empathy is the mind and the feelings. 
So then you got to teach psychology and shit like that so that they can understand. People can understand how you believe in something and how you can change your beliefs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to add to that, you know, um, one of the things to remember is every, every race, every color, there's a bad and a good side to it, man. It's not just, it's not just black people. It's not just white people. It's not just Hispanic. It's not just this. Hispanic, within the Hispanic race, there are good, there are people out there to do good and there are people out there to do bad. It's not about the color's pigmentation. So, like, what I'm trying to say as an example is, if I'm a Hispanic and I'm like, yo, I'm going to go out there to um, Italy and I'm going to go hang out with some Italians, right? And let's say my first experience is like, these Italians, these Italian people suck. And I'm just like, yo, I can't, I can't be like, yo, wow, that one experience I had is like all Italians are bad. I'm coming back home where, let's say, my neighborhood is full of people who are just robbing houses and, like, things like that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just be like, oh, well, my people, I'm used to that, so that's fine. Like, like no, it, like, there are bad people in, like, every single culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are the bads and the goods. Like, that's just how things are. You know what I mean? That's why I'm saying, like, when you're, like, oh, only black people do bad things. Like, no, there are white people that do bad things too. There are Hispanic people that do bad things too. There's Asian, there's Africans, there's everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the more we realize that we're all human and we all fit the spectrum of everything, things will get better. But the more that you keep going like, nah, well, I had experiences with this group of people. They all suck. What? Like, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you can meet a bunch of Hispanics that suck, a bunch of white people that suck, a bunch of Asian people that suck. And then you got the Asians that are cool as hell. You got the white people that are cool as hell. You got the black people that are cool as hell. You'll realize that it's not really about skin. It's just about nurture, like how people were raised and like what they were taught. And that's like a different battle. You know what I mean? Like, right, first battle is just to understand that we're the same. No matter where you're from, no matter your color, once you understand that we're all the same and we, we all bleed red, same, bro. Yes, bro. We all bleed red at the end of the day. And like, I, I forgot who said this. I don't know if it was Rick Ross, but he was saying like, when the lights go off, we all the same color. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, it's true. It's, it's real true. Like it doesn't matter. Yo, like that's what I like. And that's what I really dare want to express. That's the first battle I want to fight is I want to get that in people's head. Don't look at me. The first thing you do is you look at my skin, how I dress, and be like, oh, yeah, he's like this. Like, what? Well, like, that doesn't make any sense. There's, like, that doesn't mean who I am. Listen to what I have to say. Like, let's grow. Let's be better. Let's understand each other. Let's, let's understand our, our, our problems because we all fight through the same things. My girlfriend, she's Vietnamese, right? Okay. Like, um, me and her, we, we I thought – you know, going in because, you know, there goes my little stereotype self is I'm like, yo, I bet you I'm going to come here. Everyone's going to act completely different than me. Right. No one's going to know English. Everyone's going to like be X, Y, Z. But then like I go there and these people are like cool as hell. They all speak English. They all accept me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's just, that's always this like fake, fake image that you start putting on things. You know what I'm saying? And like, like being around her family, like there is really cool. And like, I learned about their family and like their struggles and their things. And I'm like, yo, are you my twin? Like we're on the opposite side of the world. And like, we're literally dealing through the same exact thing. You're Viet. I'm, I'm Dominican and we're going through the same exact thing. Like, how is that possible? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, that's just my example. You know, like, let's say I was lucky that I met my girlfriend and we were going through the same thing, but I'm pretty sure that's common throughout many different like uh, cultures and, and races. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
but it's like a, a, I, I think it's just like a common human like yeah. like what happens when you're a human being like what happened like you're just gonna probably go through about the same things because our brains we're all built the same way literally we're all built uh, not exactly the same way but more or less and then we're gonna end up going through the same shit <laughs> now nah, i was i was just gonna say like we should stop like assuming so much and we should just start trying to learn as much as we can about the other person or the other the other group or whatever you know what i'm saying that's what i was gonna say just to out answer what you were saying because i feel like i feel like even like like i don't want to say like now because i try not to but i feel like even like you know, sometimes you be like you're on the train or something and you start thinking and you're looking around and you just start assuming shit like for no reason, bro. You don't even know people like you just start making up stories, bro, in your head. And I feel like you should just like like if you really want to know something about someone, just go ask them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like like we wanted you here. Right. We wanted to know why you started the brand. Like I could I could I could advocate for you as much as I want. Say, oh, this is why he made the brand. This is why he made the decisions he made, you know, but like. You're the only one that knows why you made the decisions you made. I feel like that's a lot what like media does. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of what Twitter does is like they they there's something on, but then there's an opinion behind it. You know what I'm saying? It's very like opinionated and like. That's why I think it's terrible. Real quick, that's why I think it's terrible to get news from from social media because it always comes with an opinion. Bias. All right, keep going. Oh, so like, it's just it's just like a lot a lot of like news stations will like assume things. You know what I mean? Like. Like uh, watching, all right. So, uh, ESPN News, right? Watching the the Michael Jordan documentary, right? They were like, "Oh, like Michael Jordan's an asshole. He's a he's a dickhead," you know, like because of like the shit that they were portraying. But you don't know Michael Jordan, person. You know, just know him off that documentary. You know what I'm saying? So you're not asking Michael Jordan, and you're not getting to know that. But similar to like what you were saying, Damien, how it's like, oh, um, like the more like you you were configuring shit in your head right about uh like your girlfriend's family but then when you found out they were mad cool bro right what if michael jordan was just that like that what if he was just portrayed that way on the documentary bro you know what i mean he was portrayed to be an asshole and then forever you're gonna think he's an asshole but if you actually like talk to michael jordan he's actually a cool dude i don't know bro. you know what i'm saying i think another one that another example of what shit that comes with an opinion is fucking so i i like started trying to watch the news like because I didn't want anything biased to come at me. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to get my news from social media anymore. I downloaded CNN, right? It was the only one. I was like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to look at CNN. But literally, bro, CNN comes with opinions too. And I'm like, all right, so, you know, Fox and Friends comes with the, with the opinion, yo, Trump is good. And then CNN comes with the opinion, Trump is bad. And I'm like, bro, how are we ever going to get good information that I can trust if if everything comes with in the fucking opinion, bro, like tell me the truth and then let me make my own opinion, bro. Like fuck, oh it's my like, god, there's just so what, many issues that need to be fixed, bro. It's what uh, Denzel Washington said, bro. If you if you uh, watch the news, then you're misinformed. If you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. So like you don't win, bro. It's like a toss up. Like what which one do you like? Pick your poison, kind of thing. You know, just what I mean? go. Just you gotta just go investigate yourself, bro. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That, that's so. That's that's a big thing. What I was telling you, Jason. I was like, "Yo, we gotta document this uh, this protest because I don't want a depiction of what's going on, of what I'm actually seeing and what I'm actually feeling. I don't want there to be a depiction that it was something else that it wasn't. You know what I mean? So I mm. felt like not only not only did I feel like it was it was the right thing to do because you know a, a man being killed in 
in cold blood like that nonchalantly is it's not a, it's not a good thing, bro. Right? Not only did I think it was the right thing to do, not only am I passionate about Black Lives Matter, I also thought um it was we needed to be there to document the truth. You know what I mean? Because I know that you know whatever whatever's gonna sell is gonna sell, bro. If you're seeing like casual calmness, bro, in the news, you're probably gonna flip the channel. But if you're seeing looting and people shooting the cops, bro, you're yo you're gonna be. Metido, bro, like puro tanga, bro. You're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna. Oh shit! Like, what, what was going on there? You know what I'm saying? It's the same way how like the police, the police sirens come. You, you peek out the window, bro. You're peeking out, and you're like, oh shit, what's going on across the street, bro? Because you're being nosy, bro. Because it doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, oh shit. You assume like, oh, some bad shit's happening. Like, I wanna, I wanna see what is going on. But what if like, I don't know, the police was. Ah, I'm making some stupid ass story. What if he just put the siren up just because he was say like. Letting I got an example was- right right here, bro. My my cousin, my cousin's uh uh or my my godbrother is his birthday's coming up. So they okay. had and he's uh he's uh deployed in Afghanistan right now. So they had North Andover police come and like like so that he they could say happy birthday to him. And I'm like, mm. bro, you you like you might think, yo, what the hell? I heard sirens in North Andover, bro. I've never heard sirens here before. They're looking out yeah, the window, yeah. and it's just for that <laughs> video, bro. Like yeah, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, a lot of, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, like I was saying, it was, I felt like it was just our obligation, especially as people that we always say, like, find yourselves, we want to go through the universe, we're doing this for the human race, like, we want to have everyone's, like, I felt like it was necessary to say the truth, because I feel like it's a, it's, it's something that needs to be said, and it's something that needs to be said right, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, and I feel like, Depicting it as something it wasn't is 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 just wrong, bro. That's what I was. That's what I think, bro. And, it, and, it, and it's already getting you know that that incorrect view already. Like with like the primary focus of most of protests now is the looting, and the mm. fires and the violence and like it almost like doesn't even t- like focus that much on just the protest itself. I was like focusing on what stores are getting broken into and this and like no. Like that's not the point of this, man. Focus on the protest because the protest is what. As to why? This why they're the, protesting? Like this so, is what we want. <laughs> so what, what pissed me off was um, on Tuesday, right? Me and Jason were there. Jason's my witness. I'm Jason's witness, right? We were there, and it was peaceful. It was nothing but peace. We we walked all the way to the state house, one on one knee, and we were chanting George Floyd. You know, we were chanting all these things. We want. We were even chanting for the police to get on their knees. Um, I don't know if they did. We we kind of left. You know, it kind of like the the protest died down but it was nothing but peaceful so then when i went on the news like i went on like uh cnn or something like i don't even know like i, I just was like going like through it a lot of the stuff that they were talking about was like oh uh violence erupts in in, in brook and brookline this and that or brockton something like that and i was just like but what was happening downtown was all peaceful like where is that on the news bro like it was like not no i mean i don't know they gotta sell it's because bro if we're talking about another problem that I think is capitalism then because they, they want to do, they want, they have to sell news and what's going to sell is chaos, bro. So chaos is always going to sell. So they're not going to, they oh, peace in the, peace at the state house. Everybody's That's like, the beautiful thing about, uh, peace is beautiful, bro. Yeah, peace is beautiful, but it's not interesting. So chaos, mind. you're like, yo, look at those fires, bro. God damn. So why are they going to, they're going to be like, yo, I got to make money. You know what? You see that big ass fire, bro? Yo, we're in front of this big ass fire while there's a a bunch of people in front of the state house protesting peacefully. But that's not important. Look at this fire, like that's just how they're gonna be because it's capitalism, bro. 
God damn, bro. I just, I got so many issues. I just, I'm, uh, we got to change the world, bro. We got to change the fucking world. We got to change it somehow, bro. We got to cha- change it with this podcast, bro. Just speaking the truth, bro. People like Damien that are, that are, bro, that, that tru- truly are, are advocates for what's right, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't disagreed with you once, Damien, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, and even like, if you disagree, like it's not bad to disagree. You just gotta be able to understand that, yo, you're still a human being. I don't have to. I don't have to agree with you on 100 percent of the stuff, bro. You said it, bro, bro. I that's one of my biggest things lately that I don't. I have not been understanding with people. It's like if you don't agree on everything, then y'all can't be friends. Like what, bro? Like we are not. It's just impossible for us to agree on everything. It's impo- It's literally impossible. Literally impossible. Because, like, like I think what, like, if we're coming back to, like, the experiences in your life, bro, what's going to make me think like you is if I went through your experiences, but I could never go through your experiences. I'm not the same color as you. I'm not the same height as you. I'm not the same eye color, hair color. I don't have the same parents. I don't live in the same city. I don't live, like, I don't live in the same house. I don't live, I don't fucking, I don't, like, I, like, I'm not the same race. Like, there's so many differences. How could you believe the same shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, what I was going to say is, like, if, if. I had to agree with everything Jason had to say, bro. Oh man, like you know how much you know how many times me and this dude disagree, bro. Like on a on, daily basis, bro. On a daily basis, even for like simple shit, bro. Like, oh man, like this dude just always wants to argue with me for no, no fucking reason. It's not about arguing, bro. I pay attention to detail. And I go down to the details, bro. So if I disagree with the smallest detail, like the t- bro, do we even post that shit today? <laughs> <laughs> But for that's an example. We disagree. That's a small thing, right there. Like posting two instead of one. You know what I mean? I was like that for me. I was like, bro, that's a big difference because you know you want to spread the message. I mean, it's because I look at data too, and the data says that if you don't post it together, Mm -hmm. if you don't post it separated, one is gonna get viewed more than the other. So why not post it? You know, that's but me making decisions on data. That's why I disagree with you. But that's just the engineering me too, bro. So like. That's what I was going to say is like, if I, if, if I had to agree with this dude all the time, I would never be friends with him, bro. Cause I disagree with him all the time. And he's one of my, but brothers, the beauty, bro, you know but the I mean? beauty is we're kid. different. Yeah. The beauty is we're different. And I'm, I love that we're different because that helps me see, I see my, your, I see a different world through you because your world, it looks different to me. And same way with Damien or with the other person over here and another person over there. We're all different. We see the world's a little bit different. Why not go and be like, yo, Wait, you see the world like that? Like, God damn, this is how I see it. Yo, let's compare and contrast and build a different world. And it's a world that's not just mine or just yours. It's ours. You know what I mean? Like, bro, collaboration brings more beauty even more. So, so a random question came to me, Damien, is like, have you always just, just been like this? Like, where like this was always your ideals? Or like, what triggered you to like, you know essentially like eventually create a brand you know what i mean I like, like one thing that vic would pointed out earlier was like yo you were you were saying i had to do this brand i it wasn't like i wanted to i had to like why why is it i had for you i mean y'all y'all touch y'all y'all going deep into like my heart here but i mean hey i, I i've so this is one of the things like I, I don't mind talking about this because like I, it's one of those things that you first have to like conform within yourself to be okay with speaking about in public but like my situation was like, I think I was way too young to be thinking like this, but I was about 11, 11 years old. And um, like when I was, when I was like, I was in school a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I had, I went through probably a typical experience. A lot of people go through, you know, I was, I was one of those kids. I was like, yo, I want to be friends with anybody. I don't care. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to be, have friends, you know, we're just at school. It got to a point where the first instance was like, I wasn't much of a like, like I didn't care too much about like what I wore because like it was to school, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like, I'm just going to school, doing some work, going home. You know what I mean? Like, it was no big deal to me. But then it got to a point where somebody was like, yo, for Damien, you don't got Nikes on. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was like, okay, what's the point? But then it got to a point where it was very serious. It was like, it wasn't a joke back then. It was like, yo, if you don't got Nikes, we can't fuck. And I was like, I was like, are, are you serious right now? Like, you're really like, you're not messing with me because of the, the attire I had on. And the dudes were like, yeah. And I was like, nah, like, this is crazy. So then I started losing some friends. And I was like, whoa, they're not, they're not joking because they stopped talking with me. They stopped hanging out with me. And then it got to a point where they were like, like, it got to the race aspect where it was like, yo, um, like, like, where are you from? And then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm Hispanic. Like, I don't really care. Like, like, to me, I don't like mentioning those things because, like, it's like whatever. It's like one of the, to me, it's like whatever. Like, yes, I, I'm prideful, like, where I'm from, but I don't want that to be a barrier between me and you being a friend, you know? So yeah. for me, it's just like, that's just my experience. I'm Dominican. My parents are Dominican. I speak Spanish. Yeah, so what? Like, and and you don't speak- choose that. That's how I think. You don't fucking choose yeah, that. Yeah, you don't. you just born into a body like, on, some, uh, on some GTA. You just whoop, you just come yeah, in. Yo, like, you know what I'm yo, I see <laughs> so that shit just, all the time. Just, you just come in, bro. Like, I, I mean, we, of course, you can have arguments. Like, you know, like, obviously, people have religious belief, and they think God made us, and we have this thing. But, like... I always say, like, until I see that proof, like, it's kind of hard for me as the person. But mm. just, get, just like, going back on this, on the point of, um, like, just, like, you're just born wherever. So, like, when I was in, in middle school, like, I really started losing friends because people were like, oh, you're Dominican? Yeah, we don't mess with Dominicans. And I was like, I was like, why not? And they were just like, because we black or we white or we, like, we, um, we're Puerto Rican. Or, like, there was always that beef between Puerto Ricans and Dominicans at the time. It was yeah. too, deep, <laughs> too deep for no reason. Meanwhile, like, all my friends were Puerto Ricans and like, like I had like, like a couple, like a lot of black friends and like, like, let's say everything but Dominican. Right. So I was like, everybody, so the Puerto Ricans were cool with me, but there was like these like hard dead diehard Puerto Ricans that were like, yo, if you were Damien, we don't hang out with you. And I was like, and like, yo, they actually pushed me out. It got to a point where I couldn't sit at the table. I couldn't like hang around with them. I couldn't be associated with them. And yo, it hurt. It like, like it got deep to me. Cause like, I was like, bro, like me and you were always hanging out. There was no problems. And then all of a sudden you just found, you just wanted to find something to make you more unique. Like, so y'all can start like dividing. And then I remember like a lot of people older than us started, like there was like this clash between blacks and whites and like a lot of fights in school, like all this like nonsense going on that I was just like, yo, y'all fighting because y'all, y'all white, like this is white and this is black. Like what? Like for me, it just like, it didn't make sense. And like the more, like it got to a point where I questioned it and I could tell that people had a little mindset. They were just like, nah, cause you know, cause white's better. Cause just cause black's better. And I was like, but why? And like, they would walk away from me. And I'm just like, I'm like, bro. So it lingered with me. Cause I started losing a lot of friends and started losing a lot of reputations, but it got to a point where like, like, honestly, I got really like depressed to the point like where like, I was like, yo, like, this is like, this isn't like life shouldn't be like this. I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? So like, it took me, like, like maybe, like, a year or two to really just be like, yo, you know what it is? I just think that people are immature, you know? I just think people don't understand that right now. They, like, when they grow older, they'll get better. You know, I used to think that between myself, but I realized that it only happened for some people. Other people just kept continue on that immaturity or that, like, 
that like weird like I called it a weird mindset but like just thinking that like that, that one race is better than another and then like I was like yo that's it I can't stand this anymore you know what I'm saying like I was inside of me I was like yo I'm I'm Dominican I don't have to bring this up to you we just friends because we friends because we connect and that's it like it don't matter where I'm from don't worry about it like a lot of people would be like where you from I'm just like like why like I used to literally say like why like you know what I'm saying like what's the reason like why you want to know you know what I'm saying and like sometimes they'll just be like oh I just because I want to know and I'd be like bro I was like what's what's your favorite sport that's what I used to start saying I was like what you like to do and then they were like I like to play basketball I was like me too and we just started playing and then one day I was like going you you know and then they were like you Spanish and I was like yeah 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 and they were like oh shoot me too or like I know I have mad Dominican friends and like I knew that word you know and then like it wasn't even about race at that point it was just like like um it was just like we, we, were, we were doing something that we both like to do. So it was like a way to connect. And so I started building a lot of friendships based off of like things to do. You know what I mean? Like we play pool together. We play ping pong. We go swimming, whatever it is. Like we, I took away the, the like the skin and the look because I realized that when you when you start off with like, oh, I'm Dominican, then it's like people are like instantly make assumptions, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Make assumptions. I'm Kenyan. Make assumptions. I'm from Nigeria. Make assumptions. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like you're giving them, like, I think about it like a Google search. Like, you go like, all right, where are you from? <laughs> it's like, you're white. And I'm like, all right, type white. Okay. They look like this. They act <laughs> like this. They think like this. And I'm just like, yo, that's just, it's just a Google search, bro. Like, it's just some, like, made up data that's not really me. Like, it's a generalized data which is like not good for when you're trying to like literally understand each other on a personal level. Yeah. So it got to a point where I was like, yo, I need to make something. I didn't know what it was going to be at first, but then I was like, you know what? I want it to be a clothing brand because how else do people perceive you a lot of times? Right. We talk what about you wear a hoodie, you wear a hoodie, you get judged, you wear a long sleeve, you get judged, you wear shaggy pants, you get judged. It doesn't matter what you wear. You get, you get judged. You wear so Gucci, I was like, you bro, know what? Louis V, whatever. Yeah. I was like, yo, let me build a brand. And I like, one of the things I want to do is I want to start like infiltrating like different cultures and like kind of like urbanizing in a way that everybody feels comfortable, but obviously still respecting that culture is like, um, like ties to the, the wear, like maybe a hijab or something. Like obviously like dashikis are nice too. Like I want to start getting into that. Like, yo, I want to get a dashiki. Cool. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want to get into all of that. I want to, I want to make it cool for like everybody to wear anything. So like that way it's like, if you see everybody wearing like almost everything, you can't no longer associate clothing with a, like a group of people, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's, what's cool. Like, yeah, I know, I know like Muslims are really known for wearing um, like hijabs and um, like the full gown and everything, but yeah. it's just like, like, if, if what if we started making it cool that everyone like it was like a style but like everybody still res respected it but like you know because everyone is doing it it's like I, oh i, can't I think tell. that I, I think that's tough because then the hijab is more than just the clothes and what you're wearing it's a the message of, of the religion so then if you're wearing a hijab and you're just wearing it because you want to wear it, you think it's cool that takes away from the message of the religion so then you know that's where you get mixed up because i don't feel i feel like that'll be like disrespecting a religion in that way but that's why I wanted to I wanted to make sure that it was in a way that isn't disrespecting them. I that's yeah. something I need to work on because yeah, like obviously everybody one, but... like does their own thing. That's why I want to work. I want to start by making s small like things that people are common with like dashikis, you know. Like there are also like nice little simple shirts that people wear like a, a komodo, bro. Yeah, komodo like 
just different different like clothings that are like common but like are worn more like on streetwear like a hawaiian people. shirt united boundaries right yeah, here bro yeah. I was thinking like a guanabana shirt, bro. I know like my uncles be wearing them shirts with the pockets, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, bro. Yeah. Or yeah, stuff I, that I, stuff that already uh, brings cultures together, like sports jerseys and stuff like that. That mm -hmm. already brings cultures together. Boom. Bro, in the back, bro, the sports jerseys right there, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely, bro. I'm trying to expand. I, I'm, I, I haven't got it full set in stone, but I do yeah. want to target clothing because everybody gets judged off clothing, so. Why not like make that like a new norm where it's like anybody mm. can wear almost anything and you could judge them based off the clothes. That's beautiful, that, bro. Like, that like tied to that. That's beautiful, bro. Yo, and, and you reminded me of that story, bro. We were when I first bought the green sweater, bro. We were chopping mm -hmm. it up in your car. It was like a 30-minute conversation. I remember <laughs> I was telling you, like, yo, man, I support this brand crazy. Yeah. Um, yo, JC, I ever told you that story while I was talking to Damien, bro. So pretty much, like, I was telling him, like, this was before the podcast, bro. I was like, yo, I'm trying to create a podcast with my boy. But I was telling him about, oh, I'm scared that, like, I don't know, like, if I, I'm not saying the right stuff or I'm not doing the right things. Like, that's what I was telling Damien. I was like, yo, man, I don't know. And I was like, yo, and I, I was like, yo, I look up to you, bro, because you started your brand, bro, and you know what you're doing, bro. I was like, yo, and I feel like I just don't, don't know, like, exactly what I want out of the podcast. He was like, yo, bro, you just got to start, bro. It just starts with going, bro. You just got to go. You got you can't just stop at the stop sign, bro. You got to you got to flow at one point. And I, yo, that's crazy, bro. Yo, thank you for that, man. For real, bro. Of course, thank of you, course. bro. Like I, I was like I was hearing it in him what I was hearing in me when I was going to start this brand, which was that idea of like, nah, no one's going to want to mess with it. I'm going to do something wrong and everyone's going to like like be like, nah, we can't mess with this podcast. And I was like, I was like, yo, how do you know if you haven't tried? How do you know if you don't go out there and just start speaking and hearing what people got to say? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to please everybody. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going yeah. to get your crowd and, you're gonna, and people are going to talk good about you and it's going to grow, you know, regardless, you know, it's just, just like, just like me, like my brand isn't going to fall great for everybody. And I understand that. And I know where that battle is, is going to be, but I'm going to make sure that I can do my best to target the people I want to um, approach and like really, cause I really want to change like, like enormous amount of mindsets. It's more of the mindset for me. That's why I say like, I want this symbol to mean that to people. Like when they see it, they understand that like, yo, I, I want to be friends with you just simply because I want to be friends. I don't have, I don't want drama. This is like kind of, kind of like a new world peace, right? <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just bro, like there's your slogan, United Boundaries. Let's be friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying different things. Like I tried this. I try to like listen, learn, live, which was my thing for a little bit. Which I was, I was just trying to tell people that a lot of times you need to listen to people's stories so you can learn something and then you can be better. You can live better. And like that's why I was saying, listen, learn, live. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got their own story, and if you're not listening to them, how are you gonna learn about them? How are you gonna like learn to respect them and care about them the way you should? You know. But it was it was something I, I don't know if everybody understood it, but it, I was still I still have it around, and I'm still trying to spread that message. Like listen that's to people. That's a beautiful message, bro. Nah, like I, I you don't need I don't in my opinion, like in terms of like business, I don't think you need like one slogan. I think you could have multiple. You know what I'm have saying? Have a hundred. Have a hundred. Yeah. Of them. Like, so, bro, uh, especially for this it's just so broad like look at how much uh, shit we've talked about already like mm -hmm. this it all stemmed from one conversation that brought so like about psychology and how you think as a person and then like how you the, like communicate with people how you can like about culture and shit like it's just like this big ass picture that like there's no way you can explain that with one slogan bro yeah that's true
100%. Yeah, I, def- I definitely think like, bro, the, the message is there. The, the, the message is from you, bro. Like hearing you talk, bro, I, I could tell how passionate you are with this, man. Like I know, I know you're going to go far because you're passionate for it. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way how like I tell Jason, like, yo, we want to be on this podcast and we want to bring people like you to express themselves, bro, because you have something to say, bro. And I support it 150%. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's good shit bro like we always we always talk about like people shit right right jason we always talk about people shit bro and that's like the ideology that you're trying to i don't want to say fix but you're trying to um improve (laughs) improve like you're trying to inspire bro you know what i'm saying it's it's people shit bro shit that people go through every fucking day bro you know what i'm saying i think the brand is just amazing bro it's fucking beautiful bro Jason, what do you got to say, brother? Yo, honestly, yo, that's a good message to end this shit on, bro. Like, that, this has been a great, like, whole big-ass conversation, bro. Like, this shit went all over the place. I think, yo, we, we, we can end this with some powerful words in the messy moment. Messy moment. Messy moment. Messy, messy moment. So the messy moment is a time where we come back, we reflect. This has been a long ass podcast. I don't even know how long it is, bro. It just, I know that we hit a lot of different subjects, a lot of different areas, could try to connect so many different ideas to try to solve this problem that we're having in this world. Uh, but we're here in the messy moment to try to talk about what we thought was most important. Maybe finish an idea. If you didn't finish an idea, highlight some things or, you know, just get it rolling. Talk about what you talked about. Um, yeah, I'll start. So for me, my, my messy moment was we got, we got like, I I was really happy to have somebody that had a background in psychology come on because psychology is literally your brain and the way that it works decides the person that you are. Right. So when you learn how your brain works, you can not, you know, that shit can't manipulate you anymore. So for example, we talked about how, um, for, for some people, you know, you associate a belief with a memory. And with that memory, uh, if you want to change that belief, you got to change the memories you have associated with that thing that you believe in. So if you were to believe, yo, I think black people are very dangerous individuals. What you should do is go out and you, you have that, you have a memory maybe in the past that says, yo, my dad said that these people were this way because of that. So go out there, experience, go uh, go meet a, a couple uh, some people that are, our darker skin and and see what they're like. And you're going to find out that not, not everyone's the same. There's going to be just as many different people that look like you, a range of in- individuals. There's going to be that same thing in just that, in that race too. So like when you get that experience, you can get rid of that belief. That's what, that we all know is wrong, but you think you don't cause you're ignorant. So you know what I mean? But that's, that's my messy moment. It's a good one, bro. That's a good one, Jay. I think uh, I'll, I'll go next. So like, I think, uh, my messy moment is just uh, when we were talking about um, the protesting and and I felt I felt like I had a lot in my head and I didn't under I didn't like understand what, like because I was frustrated but I was passionate and I was I felt like there was a lot of a lot of going on in my head and I feel like we're talking with you know my good friend Jason my good friend Damien bro I felt like I got to really like express myself and I really got to just talk about a problem that is going on in the world. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that's why I, lo- I love this podcast because it's, it's a form of expression for me. And I was struggling 
to literally talk about that because I didn't know how, how to feel. I like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I, f- I felt like it was wrong and it is wrong. I feel I, I like, you know, and to see so many people stand for what is right in those protests is it was, it's, it's beautiful, but it's also sad to know it, it derived from someone being killed. You know, um, I think that's just my messy moment. Just expressing my, the, the part of the protest, like, it's just, it's it's surreal. It's just some an amazing moment in my life that I'll never forget. A passion that is 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 like it gave me like a burning desire to want change and want it now and to find ways to create change. You know, it, it inspired me to not only be a better person but to educate the uneducated and and potentially just try not to like feed the positive mind of feed my positivity and the way I think to the world, bro. Essentially. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, th- thank you guys again. But I just, I, real quick before Damien gives his messy moment, I just want to say thank you, Damien, bro. You're a beast, man. You're a true inspiration to me, bro. And this is a great, amazing podcast. You ever want to come back, bro? More than welcome, bro. Doors are open. Course, you ever want to be, be part of the messy room, bro? Just let us know you ever, bro. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, not only is the not only is the brand amazing, beautiful, has a, a beautiful story and has a beautiful everything, beautiful message. It looks fire. Look at it. Look at it. I look fresh right now. You feel me? The human race in the back. You feel me? The human that's race in the sweater, back, bro. I like that's that. What, I like that thing, bro. That's just nice. That design, that's what the design right there. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 fire. It means something, and it's it's just awesome. And I'm and it's a honor it's a true honor to have this man on the podcast i appreciate you brother thank you again man for real yeah thank you Vic. thank you jason it's definitely a pleasure being on the on the podcast of course man um this is like obviously my first time being on a podcast which i think is really cool um and i really would like to come back if you guys ever need me to come back talk about anything you know i'm definitely like into it and i like talking this is like my thing i love talking about these little touchy subjects because there are things that need to be talked about man. they need to be addressed sooner or later I'd rather sooner than later, but that's just me. Um, but so, of course, if anything, you know, always reach out to me. I'm here. You guys are like fam to me now. Like, I definitely got to meet you, Jason. Really cool. Vic, I already know you for a while, too. So you're a real funny dude. Crazy hey, dude, but you're like crazy. <laughs> crazy things. I mean, little, little thing is, I always remember we, we were at, um, what was it, Lane something Lane's, like, uh, in, in Revere, right? It's my town lines, town lines, town lines, town lines. Yeah. And uh, y'all had like after we were like bowling to see like whoever loses got to throw themselves on top of the ice. My <laughs> man, oh, he, I, I, yo, my man really threw himself on some solid ice. I thought he broke his back. I thought yo, he broke his back. Fuck? I thought I yo, broke my he, back too, bro. Yo, he was just like, mm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, we were just joking, bro. Don't do it. I always remember that crazy dude, man. But oh, man. definitely pleasure meeting you guys. But my messy, um, my messy moment, of course, was I'm basing it off the theme of listen, learn, live. Um, I feel like everyone should really live and die by that. What listen, learn, live means is listen to what's going on, listen to someone, listen to people's stories, right? Really under engage yourself in in that story, right? You'll learn something. That's the second point. You're gonna learn something from that, right? And, and when you learn and you learn a lot of different things, you live better. That's just how it is, man. You, so if you listen to these stories, you'll learn something and you live better. 
helps you understand even the most complicated things. If you don't get someone, listen to their story, listen to how they, they got brought up and you'll understand why they think and act the way they do. And then you can associate your life a lot better to what's been going on around you and make sense of it all. So for me, to everyone listening, listen, learn, live. That's the way to live right there. It's like a formula for empathy, bro. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful, bro. Beautiful, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, learn, live. Listen, learn, live. Get United Boundaries gear. That's what that shit is telling you to do. Get that shit, bro. If you are a good human being, that shit is the message that it's going to bring. And it's going to show you between other people that we have this message. Bro, thank you for coming on the pod, bro. And as always, comment. No, wait, no. How is it? Subscribe. Oh, my God. Like. Give me that. Give me that. As always, ladies and gentlemen, like, subscribe, and comment some great shit. You already know there the wave. Subscribe here, man. Subscribe, guys. This subscribe. For real, subscribe. bro. Yo, subscribe. Our messy rooms. Yo, for real. Follow us on fucking Instagram, our messy rooms. Follow, follow us on Twitter, our messy follow rooms. Follow right here. Yo, tell them the gram. Tell them the gram. Oh, yeah. Follow uh, United Boundaries on the gram. We're on Facebook, too. We're on YouTube. Just follow and Twitter. Like, follow it up. United Boundaries. Bro. The messages, wrong, but it's cool. the messages on there are beautiful, bro. He got videos of just people being expressing themselves as individuals, bro. It's beautiful to see, bro. Great message, man. Yo, but thank you for being on the pod. And yo, ready? Amazing talk, brother. Check you Check later. Check you later. Peace out. <laughs>